Hey there, and welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, where our goal is to offer an insightful, informative, and sometimes humorous look into the world of the Disneyland Resort and the Disney IP. So please pull up a chair, put on your headphones, and enjoy the show. Thank you for listening. Welcome to episode 17 of the Leaving Today podcast. Um, my name is Mark, and sitting across from me is Jess. Hey, guys. And sitting to the right of me is, I don't know, future Mouse Club president? Mickey Mouse Club president? No, Maybe. I would never get elected. Never get elected? <laughs> no. Okay. But I appreciate the vote, though. Okay. <laughs> Anyone want to vote for me, go ahead. Excellent. Um, and sitting to the left of me, and uh, you've never heard me say this before because we've never had a left-sided guest here, <laughs> is uh, Ricky Borba. Yes, indeed. I'm left-handed. I don't know if that helps being on your uh, left. I am also left-handed. Nice. Oh, that oh. does help. Good for us. <laughs> okay, so Rick, uh, um, Ricky Borba is going to be our special guest tonight. Um, we will talk about him in a little bit. And he's going to hang out with us while we go through our news and our other segments, and then we will get into detail about Mr. Borba. Sound, yeah, sound just fair? politics. I want to talk about politics and building and like the downtown arena. I just want to get into that. So <laughs> perfect, awesome. I'm you, in. You have picked the right platform for such an <laughs> such a. Topic. Oh my lord! Yeah, you don't want to start. <laughs> um, so okay, so a couple we have, and when I do this no, this noise, it means I've got stacks of news. <laughs> so I mean, we've had our crack reporters scouring the, the Disneyland parks. In for other words, little, Mark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so this, oh, you know what? Uh, we are still in the third quarter of 2016. That's right. You've almost forgot. Yes, so it's our timeline. Um, still about 27 months away from the Star Wars land slash Star Wars experience. And that means how many until the parking structure? So what is it? So 24 months till the parking I say 31 months. Yeah, no, 24. That's about 24. Okay. But like I said, I'm still looking forward to that nice big bottle sitting right there. Oh, yeah, Jack oh, Daniels. Yeah, Jack Daniels ball sitting right there. Um, let's see, Rib- uh, Rivers of America is still half, half drains. We're, we are less than a year away from getting that done in August 2017. Um, and the park is in full fall mode, um, which we will be experiencing in a few weeks, a, a couple weeks. 11 no, I'm just kidding. Days. 11 days for that one. 11 14 days. for us. Yeah. We don't have to shit anymore because. I know, I'm kidding. I'm yeah. just no, Udi's just, just he can't contain himself. No, I'm That's just like problem. trying to keep, I'm just like, you know what I'm really trying to do? I'm trying to keep my excitement at, at a level because I don't want anything to go wrong. No. I'm gonna be able Nothing's going to go wrong. No. Nothing's going to go wrong. Yes. Superstitious. I got to knock on wood. So hopefully nothing goes wrong and we're all good and everything goes wrong. Just, just, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, it'll, it'll, it'll all be good. It'll I'm be gonna, just like, fine. By the way, our, I looked, our hotel's completely sold out. It's booked. That's it's because full. they know that we're there. They know, we, every, yeah, everybody knows. So the three of you are going down to do a show, I'm gathering? Mm-hmm. Or? Yes, I was going to tell you that just in, in a moment. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we are going to be doing a live show, episode 18, I suppose. 18 yes. and 19 will probably be some live stuff. Great. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we're going to be doing it live on Facebook, right, Jess? Yeah, we'll go live on Facebook. Uh, Sweet. Right from right from the park itself or somewhere. I don't know where. Is it downtown we, Disney? Or? Uh, we haven't figured that out yet. That's mm-hmm. all logistics. I'm thinking we're going to fly a little bit by the seat of our pants, whichever feels right, I think. Yeah. Or shorts. That's my yeah. Or shorts because, I mean, let's be honest. Short pants. Short pants. That's all I wear. <laughs> okay. And tank tops. And tank tops, but That's not right. today. You not see today. this? I'm I know. I do like I do like the shirt, though, but yeah, it's very t-shirt. odd. I walked in. I was like, who that? Who that? I don't know what that is. You can work but it together. says we'll work for ammo. I mean, so it's a good on. shirt. That's, That's why I can. Very Disney. That shirt. Very, very is that? Disney. Yeah. It, my dad gave it, got it for me. See, okay. Her dad's awesome that way. I thought maybe Udi might have given that. To I. Him. That's a shirt that I would give her. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wouldn't be a tank top. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, I so would actually. Anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So Disneyland is um, in full fall mode, and across the way is DCA. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. And they are currently still in a state of flux. But that actually leads us to our first story, our new oh story tonight. My Lord. You listen to me now. You are talking about things that you do not understand. Uh, last week, the um, Hollywood Tower of Terror, the iconic sign, was taken down oh. midday. Did I send you guys? I sent you this picture. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. you sent us a picture of a crane, and I go, "What are they doing?" And I did some more uh, research, and yeah, the sign's gone. It's you should. I mean, it's they've they're not wasting any time. They've got the, what I say. They're scaffolding. called the scaffolding is mm-hmm. down on every floor except the tenth level. The dome has gone off the top already. I mean, they're wasting no time. Okay. With this attraction, mm-hmm. so that I see that makes me think it's like what we were talking about last time. Since they're going to go dark for the only until the end of Octo- October thirty first is the last day they'll be dark. Then it goes back to the normal attraction. Hmm. I wonder what they're going to do. And if they sh- I'm guessing they're going to take full, some advantage of that, wouldn't it? Right. To take kind of rip stuff down or mess with stuff, but I don't know. Who knows? And that that um, <laughs> late right that they're calling it the Hollywood Tower <laughs> Tower of Terror late checkout, right? Yeah, or the, is it late check? Yeah, the something like that. But they're only doing that like in the evening. They're not doing that in the daytime. Is what I'm hearing. I heard that it was all day, just until the end, or just until the end of October. Hmm. But it could be wrong. Well, I guess we're going to find out, aren't we? Yes, we're going to find out. What? Yeah. So <laughs> they've it's a long wait for that ride right now. Yeah. Every time I get on the app, it's hmm. because people are going because they want to ride it one more time. Yes. Fast, fast, My fast, friend fast, just fast, got fast. Um, her sister just bought her Disneyland tickets. She's never been. Oh, bought wow. her Disneyland tickets and got her the Tower of Terror movie just so she could ride Tower of Terror before they close it. Oh, good. So Good. Because that, yeah, no, everyone needs to experience that before it goes away. Uh, uh, if you haven't. What's the Tower of Terror movie? Is there a Didn't movie? You? Yeah, with Kirsten Dunst. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> the movie? Yeah, there's a movie. It's a Dude, Disney movie. They had, like, every time you went out into the gift shop, they're right there mm-hmm. in DVD. Oh, okay. You'll have to get I, it, Mark. It's like $10. Uh, sure. <laughs> not at Disneyland, but, you know, okay. places. The line is only 45 minutes right now. That's not is that bad. Is it 45? Bad. Good, look, at, look at Ricky showing up. Yep. Yeah. I looked. It was 35. That's long <laughs> That's, for that. Well, that, for I was, that ride, it's fast. For that ride. Because it queues okay. up quick. I was in Disneyland on happenstance. We didn't plan it this way. Mm-hmm. The day they opened Cars. And it was a two-hour wait for the Fast Pass alone. Really? Yeah. Two-hour wait for the Fast Pass. And then if you wanted to just get in line, it was an all-day eight-hour wait just to ride the Cars ride the first day it opened. I remember that. So. No, thank you. Nuts. No, People are busy. That line's not very long either right now, though. Cars, when I looked, was 45. I don't know what it is now. But that's ridiculous. 72. See, so it went up. Because it was 45 earlier today. And I was like, we should be in the park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now. 
No, what, two weeks. So you sent us a link, uh, Jess, about there's a small um, article about why they're killing the Twilight Tower of Terror mm-hmm. from theme park. Yeah. That was an interesting article. Did you like that? I thought you would like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I did print out a couple highlighted points of Good. that. If you, I'm, I'm gonna go over, I'll go over this real quick, like. And I'm just going to read. This is from uh, this is courtesy of ThemeParkTours.com. Uh, it's entitled "Why Disney Is Killing the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror." Uh, the Tower of Terror is generally regarded as one of the greatest attraction, um, uh, attractions in Disney history, and that means it's one of the best rides in the history of theme parks. You, the readers of this site, have voted it the best theme park attraction in the world. Hmm. Wow. Despite its track record of sustained excellence, the ride is going away forever at Disney California Adventure. It's a long-term fate at Walt Disney World is also in doubt, and it's all your fault. Well, it is, but the explanation as to why it is, is, is convoluted and novel. Guests at theme parks are always seeking out the next big thing. Pop culture at large functions the same way. We as the people grow bored of what's known and established. We seek new ideas, concepts, and stories to excite us. We take for granted the bird we have in one hand, overvaluing the two in the bush. Due to our constant quest for new, different theme park vendors like Disney must operate under the constant strain of unearthing the next big thing. When they find something new and popular, they have to go in, go all in on their discovery. It seemed funny at first, but some of us started to worry once we started to think about the situation from Disney's perspective. Here's something you may not realize. Each time, each time you enter the Tower of Terror, you're making a, dono- a, a donation to CBS Studios when you do. They are the rightful owners of the Twilight Zone IP, and so they're the ones whom Disney cuts a check each year. They agreed to this deal in the early 1990s when Disney MGM Studios needed a savior, the proverbial e-ticket attraction. They did it because the CEO at the time, Michael Eisner, liked making deals with people he knew, which meant people in the movie industry. That's all I decided to pull from that article. I have a question for you guys, then. Are you more upset that the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror is leaving because of the ride? Or because of you love Twilight Zone, the series? It's the ride. It's the ride. If I mean, you've ridden it, so... that I that, actually have not. I can't... This is the fun part about me. I can't... I get really motion sick. So <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't oh. ride a lot of those fun rides. My wife, however, and my two daughters, the older ones that can, yep. ride it ride. on the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. All day. Mm-hmm. Love it. So it, to me, it was it was the whole, the whole thing. So me, I'm not a big Twilight Zone at all. Okay. I mean, I, growing up watching the original, sure, but not anything like I was like, oh, that's fantastic. So I went just because of the whole everything. So mm-hmm. going from the show, from the getting from Q all the way through, then you actually get onto the ride, and it's just a great ride. Right. Like the way they manage everything up mm-hmm. and down, the doors opening, the lights, and everything. I've is gone done. through the queue. It is pretty spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's the ride itself. It has no, To me, it has nothing to do with it being Twilight Zone. Um, so, but that being said, it being built, I don't see what they're changing it to, how it's going to work. That was been our, our, That's discussion. Been our discussion the whole time. since it's now it's the gardens of the galaxy. And I even said when they first announced it, it's like, well, it's gotta be something about the prison break, right? Cause we've all seen guardians of the galaxy here now. Yeah, I know. I've seen uh, it now. It took me it took after. I'm not a huge fan of it either. It's yeah. my least favorite Marvel movie. So. Actually, I, it's one of my favorites, but that's fine. <laughs> but anyway, um, mm. but yeah, so that being said, though, it's like it had to be something about the prison break, right? It's the only thing that makes yeah. sense, like the way the way Because the they're keeping the rides. same structure of the ride. Exactly, okay. exactly. Right. So that's why, to me, that's what it was. It was more the fact that it worked, and for it to change for that is kind of like, really? For that? I don't know okay. if that makes right. sense. Yeah. So yeah. that's me. I don't know about, about that's, you. You just summed it up. All right. Well, then, Pretty much, yeah. No, I mean, I love the show, but I'm not, that's not why, you know, you ride the ride. But 
I just don't understand what it's not going to make sense. It's going to make sense. It's <laughs> <laughs> See, well, this is this is happens every time we start talking about it and just kind of goes on this weird up and down thing like it'll be fine. No, it's not. It, it's no, I hate it. It's going to be OK. And then it just kind of goes back and forth there. I guess what I didn't like from that article um, is what they said is, that, you know, we seek new ideas and concepts and stories to excite yes, us. But I kind of disagree with that. I, I mean, that's completely, the one spot disagree, completely with disagree with that. That's, that's when I was reading that. I was like, I, you know, as, as it's a very catchy thing. It's like, it's your fault. So you're like, OK. And I started reading. I'm like, no, no, I, I don't know. There's nostalgia still so well there is and i mean we'd get rid of all of disneyland if that was the case you know what i mean exactly. everything would be replaced i mean you think about the classics in disneyland fantasy land alone well but to, to to the point of the article it was an mgm ip it wasn't really a disney ip so yeah. i can see the logic yeah at least but it still speaks to the thing and in my opinion about it's like if it's if it's nostalgia and it holds then mm-hmm. it holds i agree it no matter hold. who in, right. it started it or who you know but if it's people like it people yeah. like it well they don't want to pay them anymore it seems so chintzy, yeah, though. That's I what it is. I mean, it is chintzy, but think about it. Look at everything else that they're doing. No, no, I agree. We've I mean, had this, this discussion will be a before. whole other freaking topic if yeah, we really dude, go into and, it. It's just. I'm going to tell you what, this is going to be like <laughs> a sore su- subject every time until the thing is done and we've written it because we're going to keep on every it's time. It's going to be awesome. Don't. I mean, <laughs> see? see, there we go again. <laughs> she's, it's she's horrible. She's literally breaking out in sweat. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. No, it's not going to be bad. Right. But I just are you don't, just embracing it? I oh, I am not embracing this. <laughs> just like I'm not. Am, I had. What, am I embracing Star Wars? Did I decide that I was? No, no you I have decided no that you decide. I had no choice. Now, when it came to Frozen, I you said we just had to, to let it go because no. there's nothing wow. we could do about yeah. it. Yeah. See, I, I, think we did, I think we decided. <laughs> there you go. I think we decided, Jess, that you just need to drink the blue milk. Okay, I'm there gonna have that's to. That's what it is. That's, it. they, be, that's what I'm gonna have to do. No, I'm just going to reiterate, though, Star Wars Land, walking through, camera will be on your face as soon as you walk in, because it's like I said, I want to catch that moment that your foot just goes right in your mouth. You're like, this is amazing. Now, see, the okay, thing... Okay, we're going to... We're, we're going to we're we're get to topic right. with this. Dang. Believe me, we've got hours, so we can talk about this. Back on course. Back on course. All right, you go, Kevin. Uh, well, again... I don't like the fact that what they're not really saying about this, and it's like they just really want Marvel in, into the park. And long and short of it, yeah. And they have this the, the, this vehicle that that they purchased, and they want more absolute presence in there because they realize it doesn't work inside Disneyland whatsoever. I think if they actually thought that it did work in Disneyland, they were stupid to think that in the first place. It, have you seen any Marvel characters in Disneyland? You only, must... only in the Carousel of Progress. Yeah, oh, there you go. Nice, yeah. nice yeah. Old, um, old school reference there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, and you've seen like the Spider-Man balloons, right? And the Captain America balloons yeah. there. Yeah, in Tomorrowland is the only place. But my my thing that I'm just thinking about right now as you guys are talking is Tower of Terror is tucked way back in the park in mm-hmm. California Adventureland. Yeah. You have to go out of your way to get there, anyways. Yeah. So visually for you, I'm thinking it's not going to be that big of a deal because no, it's not messing. This one's not messing with the park at all. That doesn't right. get to me okay. that way. No, it's just the fact that they well until they turn it all into marvel from that side yeah which is what they're saying yeah which is what they might which which then i in my i already said in my opinion i'm fine with that as long as they don't mess with my park i'm fine go over there over there it needs to be dca that's what i've said go over there and your park being disneyland yes okay yes yes gotcha all right we're we're clear on that i think yeah all right Um, so, so we will move on from that topic then, right? The hives are the hives are going. They're away going now. away now. Yeah. Yeah. Slow, <laughs> deep, slow, deep breaths. Okay, there we go. Uh, moving on to I guess which is like is another Marvel thing. Um, starting October seventh at, at the Disney parks, we will be getting a sneak peek of the mysterious world of Doctor Strange. 
Yes. I mean, I, I'll go sit and it's gonna be in that preview. Theater, it's going to be in the Crown Jewel Theater. The Crown Jewel Theater, yeah. Oh, like they did with um, Maleficent. They yeah. Took, they took Bugs Life mm-hmm. out of there. Oh, no, no, no. This is where that member... This is Crown Jewel Theater in um, Hollywood where oh. Muppets used to be. Okay. Yeah, yes. off to, yeah. I see. To the mm-hmm. left. Oh, where Frozen was. Yes. Okay. Yeah, where they did that Frozen sing-along thing. So they're taking Frozen out now permanently, or they put that, that... That Frozen sing-along thing is done, I believe. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, and now they just have uh, the... the when it's frozen about, live at the Hyperion. But right. when we were there in July, they were doing Peach Dragon. Peach Dragon. So oh. that is the same theater. Okay. Right? Same theater. Okay, so we'll have a chance to see that, Woody. Okay. I, I love Benedict Cumberbatch, but I, for Doctor Strange, I'm like, well, we'll see. I'm not a big yeah. Doctor Strange fan, so I'm like, well, you know, I, I'm going to say this, though. I just, I'm going to put it in the same spot I put Ant Man. Like, I don't know what the hell this is about. That's what I but did. But if it with, turned out to yeah. be good, then okay. That's but what I do with Guardians. I mean, you have your your stellar Marvel characters, oh. Spider-Man, you know, those guys, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Captain America. But then you've got, now they're, now they're kind of digging deeper into the well. Talking they have to, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that later. But, yeah, yeah it, it, that just doesn't make sense to me because there's so many good things. And just, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, <clears throat> another news item that I thought it was interesting, and this is on the heels of our last episode, episode 16, which t- dealt with September 11th. There was a 9-11 walk at Disneyland mm-hmm. that attracted nearly 400 people, um, which is, I thought was interesting. Er, interesting. Uh, one person played taps on her trumpet to signal the start of the first annual September 11th Disneyland memorial walk dedicated to honoring firefighters who lost their lives on 9-11. That, three, that four, took three. place in downtown mm-hmm. Disney. Mm-hmm. The event, organized by members of the Main Street Fire Station 1955 Social Group, named after the Disneyland Fire Station, was set up on social, uh, social media using Facebook. That's Facebook. <laughs> it was built as a way to honor the the three forty three sorry the three hundred forty three firefighters mm-hmm. and others who lost their lives on that on that fateful day. The walk attracted nearly four hundred people. It started in downtown Disney near the ESPN zone. Hmm. From there, they walked out of downtown Disney around the front of the Disneyland Hotel entrance, out onto Walnut Street, then south to to Catella, east to Disneyland Drive, then north, entering back into downtown Disney after rounding the Paradise Pier Hotel on the two and a half mile trek. Pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Maybe next year we'll make it 403. <laughs> yeah, I'll, we'll, I'll go. Okay. Definitely. Uh, another news item, the House of Blues building in downtown Disney yeah. is slated for demolition. Yeah. I didn't think they were going to do that. Yeah. I thought well, they were going to keep the building. I've heard different stories about what's going to... I heard like a Lucille's barbecue. That's what I heard. So yeah. That's why I figured they'd keep it because it's kind of like the same design as a Lucille's. Right. That's good. I, I don't know. I don't know. I can... Like, what? I what? was hoping for what? Lucille's. Lucille's would be good down there. Well, I mean, uh, do they really need more construction going on there right now? <laughs> of course. Why not? I you mean, know? It doesn't matter, man. Just more trucks. Dude. Just more uh, carpenters. More <laughs> yes. Sure. These people are keeping people employed. Yeah, no, well, I don't know what they're going to put there. I heard Lucille's, but that, I mean, anything <laughs> could be there. I'm surprised they're taking the cool, I think the coolest place in downtown Disney down. Yeah, that, uh, that's that's awesome. Lucy. I yeah. hate it. Yeah. But oh, it's really? actually going across the street. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. The yeah, they're going walk. to Garden Walk. It was an anchor store. Like a mall has Sears and yeah. Macy's. Yeah. That's what I felt like, you know, House of Blues was. It's going so. over to Garden Walk. Yeah, and I hear it's a bigger theater mm-hmm. there, okay. too, for, for bigger acts and stuff like that. And go. besides, that Garden Walk is somewhat dead, isn't it? <laughs> it, it needs a little help. Okay. Yeah. All right. It needs well, a little help. There's a master plan, apparently. Apparently. Always. Um, Always. Last news item I have, before another news item, is uh, the Southern California <laughs> Residents Disneyland Resort Southern California Annual Passport Returns. Good. Good. Great. Wonderful. Good yeah. Wonderful. If I still had my Southern California driver's license, yeah. 
Yeah. Awesome. The, the blackout dates, uh, I guess there's still some, and it's valid yeah. for most Sundays and whatnot. So mm. wonderful. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. really benefit me. No, I caved. I'm getting the expensive one. So. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. 150 bucks a month or something? It's at 89, I think. Oh, that's not Yeah, it's not too bad, but I'm caving. I'm doing it. <laughs> okay. When we go down, are you going to do it? Yeah. Can mm. I watch it? No, you won't be there. You, Yeah, if I don't want to go to the park for the first two days. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. Okay. I'll just jump in the car. And then, so we have another final news episode, or sorry, a news story from this episode that came out, what, yesterday, today? Which one? You know what I was talking about? Yes. Uh, a couple days ago. Okay, lead us on that, sir. All right, so um, Disney actually unveiled its plan for Star Wars um, for up through 2020. Um, and it's actually fairly short. Um, one we already, a couple we already, already know. So anyone's paying attention will know. Obviously, there is a Force Awakens, which was this last year. This year, we're all getting Rogue One. Raise your hand if you're excited. <laughs> we're forcing Jess to raise her hand. Double. She rose uh, double hands. Double hands. Uh, she's like crazy. So, uh, and then we have Episode Eight coming. Mm-hmm. Still uh, untitled, which, right? Um, still untitled. And then we have the other one that was coming, which we also knew I got excited about, was Solo, on yep, Solo. Absolutely. Uh, then that's coming in 18, 19, then in 2019 was episode 9. nine yep. uh, and then the mystery one, which we're surmising is Boba Fett, we're, which yeah, in, it's in 2020. Bet, I think. It's pretty safe bet, I think. I yeah. think I read that Lawrence Kazan helped write it. Maybe I'm getting that wrong. Maybe it wasn't Lawrence. I don't know. I haven't paid attention to. It. Actually, I ha- I stopped at like solo. I was like, <gasps> and then I haven't gone no. into fate. <laughs> it wasn't Lawrence. It was um, somebody else who's written a bunch of Star Wars books. Wrote uh, the the screenplay for it. So okay. I mean, that's an instant moneymaker right there. Oh no, all of them. I mean, you, you're gonna pick like see. So Rogue One, I think. For it being the first anthology out of the gate, it was a very interesting choice, I think. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's not the safe choice either. What were they called originally? A Star Wars story? Was it? It was a Star Wars story. Now they're anthology. Well, no, they're oh, called. They were anthology. It was a, yeah, yeah, anthology. Now they're anthology. Now, now they're called a Star Wars yeah, story. Yeah. Right. So, without going too far into it. But that's basically yeah. it. So now we have a little bit better vision of what the next uh, four years are going to bring, which is not huge news. Um, and then. Uh, Bob Iger did say that he actually heard the pitch for episode nine, so that means the story's out there, and that's really starting to move in that direction. Yeah. So, uh, well, Colin Trevorrow, am I saying that right? Trevorrow. I, was, Trevorrow. I would say Trevorrow. And uh, Ryan Johnson, from what I I understood, where they were working in tandem on the story for eight and nine at the same time while they were on set for Which seven. Which would make sense, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you would hope those guys would be conversing with each yeah, other. Yeah, absolutely, because the continuity needs to be intact, and and it's it's. It's interesting just because this is a break from the past and how it's being written. Right. I mean, before we had a different directors, which is fine, but which George actually helps, but helm. George was at the helm directing this. Now this is going to be different touches, so it's going to be very interesting to see how it works out, and I honestly think it's going to work out well. Jess has fallen asleep. I know. That's, this is just the start of it, though. I know. It's anyway, okay, so without going okay. too far. Anyway, so that's pretty much it. So that is the last bit of news that I have. Okay, so what what is the what is the new story then after episode nine? We don't know. Yeah, no, no, okay. there, it's it's unknown. It's okay. a mystery, which we're guessing is Boba Fett, which makes sense. But would, would you be, be would you happy? You you actually like Boba Fett, I'm, right? I have my Boba Fett hat and my Boba, he, Boba and Boba Fett <laughs> headphones. Boba Fett headphones. headphones. Yeah, okay. I had my Boba Fett underwear on yesterday for the Def Leppard concert too. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful! So that was that was happening as well. <laughs> okay, moving along. Did, did did you? What do you think? Do you want Boba Fett? No, no, it makes sense. I mean. Uh, Here's the only thing with Boba Fett, and this is my only thing. It's it's 
So many people go like Boba Fett, and he's so recognizable. How many mm. people really know Boba Fett's story? Well, yeah. we we got a well, glimpse of him recently too. In episode two, right? Well, yeah. got a glimpse of him. You, you got it. You understand he might have been a clone, and right. and from from the clone army and stuff like that. So, did you read the comic, the uh, the, the new ones that came out in the last year? I haven't read not the Boba Fett ones. So I've the, read the Star Wars ones, but I only went up to like seven or eight. So in the canon comics now, if you open a comic now and it has the timeline inside of it, it means this is a Disney official timeline mm-hmm. for Star Wars. Vader hired Boba Fett to go to Tatooine to find out who Luke was, where he was, and then and Boba Fett came back and told Vader. So they've they've kind of went into his backstory a little bit more, like him and Vader have a a history together. Okay, well, it's touched on. Well, okay, so this was so funny because in the original, it's like he was such a side character, not even really thought right. of, mm-hmm. and then because of the fan like demand yeah. form, they're like, hey, so now they have to incorporate him more. It's kind of like what they've done with. Uh, like Norman Reedus to use that mm-hmm. example in The Walking Dead it's like so many people love him in the show it's like well I guess we better put him in the comic book yeah. right okay we'll do that so it's oh. kind of like to me it's kind of the same idea so to me Di- Bo- yeah. Boba Disney's Fett's not going to screw it no screw they're it. not and see no. that's what they my conversation was that's what my conversation was is like we were talking about our top 10 remember our top 3 and bottom 3 yes and that's how I was talking about how, how it's a good thing because you're complaining like well they just bought him so no one like with Marvel but I, I made the point it's like if they get bought they have to realize they cannot screw these up. Right. I mean, we're we're in, we're are in store for quality mm-hmm. product yeah. here. Because if not, oh my gosh, can you imagine the the outcry? Yeah. I mean, because let's see, how did you feel when Lucasfilm got sold? I mean, first I heard the figure and I went, holy crap! What? Yeah, yeah. I how was much? excited because more, for me, my whole philosophy on it was I'd rather have more Star Wars than not. So I'm with you on even that. Even if yeah. they turned out to be not, even if Episode Seven was a clunker. You, it's still new Star Wars, mm-hmm. and so we were, you know, Udi and I were prepared to go the rest of our lives, but that was it. Mm-hmm. We're done after episode three. Yeah, and, and, and episode three, the way it ended, I was like, oh, yeah. that's how I'm, this is what I'm gonna have. Yeah. <laughs> so now that we have a new Star Wars movie every year, Disney has done. I'm not a huge Marvel movie fan, but they've done well with them. Those movies sure. make money. They're exciting films if you go in knowing, you know, they're gonna fight the bad guys and talk about it. Fight the bad guys. Talk, that's the the model. But they have done a great job with Marvel movies, and, and mm-hmm. episode whole, seven knocked out of a park. I, I thought great. so. I thought so. Yeah. There's many complaints, and I had many discussions, yeah. and, and I did have a nice long discussion with many, many, many people right. over the, the movie, good or bad. But mm-hmm. there's, you know, it's it's not some shining example of a perfect movie by any length, but no. it is a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. Mm. It was one of my favorites. Really? What was your favorite part? Are you kidding me? I've never seen these. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Who's your favorite character? Um, you ha- you actually guy. have one. Yeah. Do I? No, that doesn't count. It's a fun that's film. Like, what's what's that's your like version? Everybody's um, nothing. I just really. I mean, I saw like the what episode is it? Technically four, five, six. There you go. Technically. Um, no. Okay, so after she, we're done recording tonight, just throw in episode seven for two hours. Right? No, I gotta she rewatch them it. again. I gotta watch all. I've I gotta. Got it. I've got it in the car. I've always said this. It is literally Why in my car. Why don't you take it out of your car? Because it needs to get watched at the moment's notice. I've got it. Oh, okay. I've got a copy in the house, and I've got one in the car. I don't know when I'm gonna need to Lord. play that at any point. <laughs> Don't complain. I'm not complaining. I just need to watch. Like, uh, I need to watch him, like in sequence, and just. No, you don't. I'll just Take go get him from my dad. Okay. I'll just go get him okay. from my dad. <laughs> and I'm gonna, you know, yeah. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> go team. So I think, I think, given the timeline of these events, uh, Star Wars Experience will be opening the end of 2018. So that gives you two years left of Star Wars new Star Wars content. I think it's going to go a little further than that. I, I don't... Oh, absolutely. I think there's going to be like some ep- uh, other episodes that aren't Star Wars stories. Like maybe perhaps like a... 
10? Episode 10? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I think oh that, no. Yeah. I think the Skywalker storyline will continue on. Um, yeah, which when we get into it, uh, we'll have some... I have, I've have i I've read some theories and looked at some theories, which are very, very interesting. I've been mulling around in my head the last mm. few days. I'm like, hmm. Just trying to figure out how it's evolving and looking back in the timeline and looking forward in the timeline, what the ties are going to be. Because obviously the ties between uh, the Skywalkers all the way through here are there so it's just like and so the mysteries are out there mm-hmm. about who's what where did they come from blah 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 so there's a lot of theories out there pretty pretty interesting pretty interesting pretty interesting pretty, yeah. pretty good pretty interesting anyway yeah, so I'm, Jess is all up in that so. I'm so yeah. stoked <laughs> you know I'm always curious about the Star Wars um, uh, this uh, Boba Fett story I'd be down with watching that I mean I'd also be down with watching more more chewy stuff sure um the only, the only odd thing about Boba Fett that I've always thought about ever from ever since we first saw him is why he why is he always portrayed on the dark side? That's this I, great question. I have the same exact question because he's a bounty hunter. He's a bounty he, hunter. he has no yeah. allegiance except mm-hmm. being paid. That's right? right. So he gets paid by Vader. Apparently, mm-hmm. he gets paid by the Huts. Right? I assume. Yeah, right. He'll pay him. Right. Yep. But there's no Skywalkers that are paying him. <laughs> There's no, there's no Rebel Alliance that's paying him. Nope. Don't only pay scoundrels like Han Solo. Oh. Who shot first, anyway? Dude. Okay, okay I'm right. Don't make me reach over this I'm table. Starting that up here. I don't start that. Okay. All right, we'll get into that a little bit later. You stop laughing, young lady. That Dude. is our news for this evening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sorry. Where are we, what, what's next? Uh, it's going to be one of my favorite segments of the whole episode. Um, I know the I know the the uh, public it's has a demanded fan favorite. more. Yeah, it is a fan favorite. It's, it's going to be one on one with Jess. You guys kill me. To all who come to this happy place, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to one on one with Jess, where we see the magic of Disney through the eyes of a passionate guardian of Walt's legacy. Welcome to One One with Jess. Very glad to be here. Thank you, thank you. I'm obligated to be here. Long time listener, first time caller. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty much. Just make sure. All right. So this week, I have. I've, we're going to go two separate ways. So first, we're gonna. I'm gonna share some stories about cast members who actually get to create magic because a lot of the times the magic that's created goes untold. A lot of the times that things that people do or cast members do for guests. So um, a lot of the times that's what happens. And I wanted to share. A couple stories about um, cast members. So, the first one I have, and then I'm actually going to see if you guys, Mark, if you've ever had a cast member that's, you know, got to create magic for you and your kids. I have a story once we get Do you? Yeah. Sweet. I know Mark does. He said it in the past, which is a really good story, but I haven't. I did? About how a cast member created magic for Mark. Did you? Oh. What did I say? See, we'll get there. Hold we on. We'll get po- there. We don't even listen to our own podcast. See? I say a lot of things. Yes, you do. So I, okay, so anyway, so the first, um, the first two stories I had a listener reach out to other people or other cast members on our Facebook pages to get some stories. So the first story <clears throat> um, goes like this. It all happened as I was at the right place at the right time. I was in Frontierland, and I see this little kid running back with a sibling towards their family, and out of earshot, I could hear that he was excited about getting his own fast pass for Big Thunder Mountain. His mom was offering his mom was offering to hold his fast pass so he wouldn't lose it and he was adamant about wanting to hold on to it himself and so his mom let him. 
At this point, I'm just standing there off to the side watching this, and I guess out of his excitement to the place in it. Wait, what did he say? Wow. Watching this, Mm -hmm. and I guess out of his excitement to place it in his plastic pass holder on his lanyard, rips it open too aggressively, and out flies his park ticket and everything else in it. Oh. I can see the look of dismay and immediate sadness on his face, now knowing that he wouldn't be able to hold his fast pass on his own. I walk up to the little kid after seeing the whole thing unfold, seeing the whole thing unfold, and to help him pick up his park pass and stuff it and stuff, and I noticed some of the Star Wars pins on his lanyard and immediately remove my Star Wars pass holder and attach it to his lanyard so he could have it. As I stand back, I make eye contact with his mom who says thank you, and I acknowledge her and tell her that the little and tell the little kid that Star Wars is my favorite too and to be careful with the force. <laughs> That's a good one. So nice. <laughs> and I thought that was cute. And then this one this one's kind of depressing. What? In a way. <clears throat> okay. So, this is from Rita. And she says, So yesterday a fellow cast member shared with me a magical moment she was able to help help en- engage in along with another cast member. They totally mistyped this. A, oops. A child of no more than 10 years old was brought to the park by his friend's family. The family approached a cast, approached cast member A from guest service to help them find a souvenir under $15. The cast member A brought them to cast member B while the child and his friends looked about while the child and his friends looked about. The adult told cast member A and B that the child's parents are divorcing. They sent the child off with $15 and the parting words, see what you can buy with it because it's the last time you're ever going to Disneyland. <laughs> wow. Not even a decent sad. see you later, see you later, hun, nothing. So very sad. Hmm. So they were moved to make a magical moment for this child. This child who chose the humblest of souvenirs, a bunch of mini lollipops and a tiny plush Mickey, was told to get another bunch of lollipops and a bigger Mickey. But I only have $15, is what the child said. So the adult got them. So the adult got them for the child. At the register, his eyes were big with surprise, and his money was hand as his money was handed back to him, and told Mickey and told him that Mickey wanted him to enjoy his day. The mm-hmm. adults got a little weepy as they realized what was happening. Cast member A came back later, telling us that the family got a the family got a picture as with Mickey as well. So the child had the biggest grin, and it's and it's those kind of moments that make everything worthwhile. Nice. So. It's kind of sad hearing that parents. I mean, people are like that, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, it, it's kind of cool though that it happened at Disneyland. At Disneyland, because <laughs> it could, yeah, it could have happened at a dry baseball field. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> been a much sadder story. At Six Flags or something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, at yeah. Six Flags or any, pretty much any other theme park that doesn't take their the opportunity to go out of their way. I mean, that's. I mean, yeah. this touches on <laughs> our last podcasts I think very heavily in the fact that they have gone out of their way on numerous occasions to make it special. Mm. Exactly. And to take people and make it a magic moment. So yeah. you don't remember yours, Mark? How how do I remember I don't yours? remember yours, Mark. Ice cream. Give... ice cream. Oh the ice cream, yes. There you go. Yes. Right. Uh, do you want me uh re- I can I can yes, re- would re- you? redo that. Yeah, it was at the Gibson Girl ice cream parlor off of Main Street of course and I had bought um a couple waffle cones for my daughters and for my and for myself and then um, it was totally jammed that 
uh, I don't know. We, it, it, it's always crowded. Anyways, we were waiting in line and like waiting in lines to, just to get our ice creams. And finally, when we got him, the um, cast member said, "Like, hold on for like one second. And he, and it was a, a female, I believe. She came back with a, um, a flat waffle cone in, right. in the shape of a Mickey Mouse head with like sprinkles on it and chocolate. And she said, this is for your daughters. Nice. Like, oh my gosh, right. right on. And I have a picture of us eating that somewhere. I'll, I'll post that online. That's fun. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. 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 So um, that is the one. That's the one. That is the one memory I have of a magical of, moment. Of a magical moment. What about yours? Mine was uh, last year. We, we were gifted uh, annual passes, and we had realized, oh, yeah, wow. so I have three daughters and, wow. and a wife, so there's five of us, so it was a pretty substantial gift. But we realized we'd only been twice in the year, and, and like we were coming up on our last weekend that we could okay. use it. And uh, I can't remember if it was myself or my wife, but one of us read the calendar wrong. And so we went down on a Saturday, got our hotel, and we were going to go to Disneyland Sunday, which turned out to be a blackout date, which we didn't know mm-hmm. that it was going to be blackout right, day. Right. So we get there with my three girls are dressed in their Disney dresses and all that stuff, the princess dresses, and um, we go up and they scan the tickets and the lady tells us it's a blackout date, so we're kind of like, oh, my kids are super bummed. Yeah. It was only a two and a half day trip or something like that. So we start walking back and this other um, cast member had noticed what was going on. She pulled us aside. She said, hey, tell me what's going on. And I said, well, we came down here, we have these passes, we've only been like three times because our lives are so busy, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, all right, hold on. She, she went away for like 20 minutes. So we're just sitting there, like, wondering what the heck is going on, what's happening. And she came back, and her her verbatim phrase was, here at Disneyland, we love to make magic. Here are your passes to enter the park today. Awesome. And uh, we went into the park, and it was like a ghost town that day. I I think it was in May. So it was before, is it Memorial Day in May? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, (laughs) Memorial Day? Sure. No, no, Yes, it is. Memorial Day is in May. So it was before Memorial Day. And uh, it was before all the kids got out of school. Yeah. So it was pr- like, I'm telling you, walked on to every single ride we went nice. on. Nice. That's awesome. Then the next Monday, the next day, it was jam-packed like 95% on mouse yeah. weight. Oh, so geez. it was really, really cool. My family and I, we just, I even took a picture of it and put it on Facebook. It said, um, it was, she printed out a special ticket for us right. and stuff like that. It was really, really awesome. Was not expecting that. That's awesome. Yeah. See, that's yeah. so That nice. is awesome. And people do that. And it's such a nice thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even know the kind of things that I did while I was there. Me working storybook, I did a lot of um, proposals. So I would get, you know, the guy and girl on their own boat, and she's got no idea, and, you know, he ends up proposing there with her, and I got to do that a lot. Did you get any no's? Did you get any girls saying no? No, thank goodness. Did you stop the boat? How awkward would that have been? Yeah, we would stop the boat. um, The boat, we would stop right at Cinderella's Castle, Mm -hmm. and so the the cast member on the boat behind would know that that was what was going to be happening so that they would, you know, fall back a little bit so that it was all by themselves. We were, they were all by themselves. And um, what we would do is we all gave, we always would give them, it's a little glass slipper. Nice. And oh. we would, they would have a bunch of those and so she would give it to, you know, we'd give it to the girl at hmm. the end. And then usually when you came around the end, they had their family and friends like standing there, you know, and yeah, no, thank goodness no one ever said no. So mm. gl- glass slipper, I proposed to my wife on a beach in the Bay Area with a glass slipper. She's yeah. huge into Cinderella. We had a Cinderella wedding. Uh, her parents oh, wow. paid for this extravagant, wonderful, it was, it was like walking into Cinderella's really? castle. Wow. That's, really cool. That's awesome. So he, my father-in-law offered us a down payment on a house or a Cinderella wedding. And my wife chose <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that was oh Bay Area. We were God. in the Bay Area. So could wow. you imagine if we took the house? Like, oh we would live like kings. But living like kings. We, we got a great uh, a wedding. A great wedding instead. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. You guys ready for this next thing? Because this really is just like, I read this and your, said. Your thing you have no notes for? No notes is for. Yeah. Okay. I read this and I said, I want the two minutes back of my life. So I figured I'd share it with mm. you. 
Do you hate us that much? Yeah. Oh, Lord. This sounds like great podcasting. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate you so much, I'm going to share. All so, right. All right. Well, it's just, it's like a what the hell kind of thing. Okay. Okay. So somebody actually posted this on one of the cast member Facebook pages. Okay. And I'm just going to read you, I'll just read you the headline, and this is why I clicked on it. Five times the animatronic fox on Splash Mountain addressed, addressed me by name and told me he was going to marry my dad. What? <laughs> when I read that, okay. I said, I remember the first time, and I'm joking, I remember the first time I took drugs in Disneyland. <laughs> it is the... I just, uh, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I couldn't help it. Oh my God. The time the animatronic fox made eye contact with me. <clears throat> I was riding Splash Mountain and the animatronic fox was doing his pre programmed speech about how he wanted to catch the animatronic rabbit. The fox said, Now's our chance to set a trap for Briar Rabbit. Then it turned, looked me straight in the eye, and said, I'm going to marry your dad, Ryan. Then the fox leaned in real close to my face, which I'm pretty sure is not pre programmed to do. And he said, call me Mrs. Dad Ryan. I'm going to be your dad's bride at his wedding. Before he could say anything else, I floated away from him and enjoyed the rest of the magic of Splash Mountain. But didn't they say that happened five times? Oh, yes. It gets better. <laughs> I'm calling shenanigans. Dude, I'm about I, to get mad. Yeah. So, number two. The time the animatronic fox kept talking about how long the, the wedding would take when he married my dad. I'm telling you, man, this is a, it was this person was on a trip for sure. Or just full of it. <laughs> the big drop at the end of Splash Mountain was so fun that I decided to get back in line and ride it again. I was having a blast listening to the robotic animals sing and move around until the animatronic fox once again turned to me as I floated by. It started to say, You sure done made a fool of yourself, Briar Bear. But about halfway through the line, he trailed off, turned around, and said, Welcome back, Ryan. I'm going to marry your religious dad, and the wedding is going to take forever. Everyone's going to talk Everyone's going to talk so slow, and your dad and I are going to kiss ten times. I'm telling you, this person was tripping. What the There's not even uh, enough time for that. I'm waiting for it. Where's right? You just wait till you... Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, I tried to tell the animatronic... Er, I tried to tell the animatronic fox that I didn't want this to happen, but I'd already floated away from him. Floated. So let me guess, he, he got back on the ride because he loved it so much. The time the animatronic fox told me that he was going to wear my clothes when he married my dad. <laughs> I just want the punchline. You said to two come minutes, already. by the way. You like, said I'm done two with minutes. This thing already. He's yeah. like, where's the punchline? Well, line? usually because I'm stalling. No, it, no, I just want you to hear the last part. There's no punchline. This is a legit person that lost their mind or is just full of it. I don't know if they're it. a legit person. <laughs> right? Um, I decided not to go back on Splash, Splash Mountain anymore, but then I remembered how fun the big drop was, and I went back in line one more time. I was hoping the animatronic mm. fox would just go his do his clockwork movement and pre-recorded lines, but instead he popped up out of the water <laughs> in the middle of the ride and said, your dad is my fiancé, Ryan. I'm going to wear your shirt and your pants when I marry your dad. <laughs> Your dad is going to wear a wedding dress, and we're going uh, to be bonded, and we're going to be bonded. Enjoy the rest of Splash Mountain, Ryan. And after the ride, I told Disney, I told the Disney World employee working the line that that had happened, and he just said, "That sounds bad," but he didn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, where is the, where is that? This is in Disney World. 
No, no, no. But who, where did you find that? Somebody art? posted this on castmembers.com. Um, yes, <laughs> on the our cast on members. Badtrips.com. Yeah. Cast yeah. members page. I think there's something stronger than pixie dust going on. Oh my god! Right? Okay, the, the last. Kingdom. Yeah. The last one, and this is the this kid is just losing. No the time an animatronic model of my dad appeared next to the fox. <laughs> See, yeah. this has got to be crap. No, he's being, he's got to be You've doing gotta it. You've got to be full of it, right? Yeah, he's got to right? be doing it just trying to be funny. Um, I this, I'm not even going to read this whole, um, okay. My log boat stopped right at the scene, which hadn't done, which it hadn't done in any other times before. And the animatronic fox started saying things like, hello, Ryan, your dad and I are going to be each other's wives. <laughs> and you'll have to watch me marry your dad through the window of a church because you're not allowed inside. Then the animatronic, the animatronic model of my dad said, I love marrying the fox more than I love having a son. And then it burst into flames. <laughs> and as the ride finally lurched forward in the ride, I floated out of the horrific scene. The fox called after, I'll see you and your real dad at the wedding, Ryan. <laughs> okay, this is why you don't do drugs in Disneyland. Oh, my Lord. Unless you're on Winnie the Pooh, then you can go for it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted my two minutes of my life back, and I decided and that... And I want my ten. Nope. You're not getting it. You hear the dead silence after that? Yeah, That's all I, in reverse. I know. I know. Moving it was on. so bad. I can't imagine what the what the replies were to that. Um, I didn't even... Bother. Yeah, there please. was like 4,500 like, comments of people talking about Jeez. this thing, but it was some, some cast member that had posted it up on our CM's past and present Facebook. And I was like, That's um, really... Interesting. It's disturbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. I want my money back. Udi, do you have any magic? No. Okay. Other than every time I walk in there, what up? My I'm drop. just kidding. <laughs> there it is. There you go. There was, okay. That's exactly what <laughs> there happened. There it so is. All right. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, you're well, welcome. Well, yeah. Sure. Thank you for that. Yeah. Ten brain cells you will never get back. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Udi from the Leave It Today podcast. Just want to let you guys know that the entire crew, that's right, Mark and Jess and myself, will be down in the park October 10th and 11th. We'll be there Monday night for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, and we'll be there the 11th. So if you want to come meet us, hang out with us, ride a few rides, whatever, talk to Jess, I understand it, feel free. You guys know how to hit us up. You guys know how to get a hold of us. So we'll hope to see you there. And now for our feature presentation. All right, so as you have been listening so far, you've heard a uh, fourth voice in here. Um, so actually, that fourth voice belongs to Ricky Borba, and he is our special guest tonight, and that's what our feature story is going to be. Um, I will tell you what I know about Ricky Borba, mm. and then Ricky <laughs> Borba will tell you what he knows about himself. I will, I will tell you whether you're right or wrong, Mark. <laughs> I want you to refer to yourself in the third person from that Please one. Please, you don't. bet. I will, Ricky Borba will tell you whether you're right or wrong. Okay. Oh, God. My very, very first experience with Senior Borba um, was I was jogging one afternoon, and I had uh, – he used to live right, ne- right uh, next door to me. and That uh, is correct. That is correct. <laughs> uh, I noticed his garage door was open, and I was – right when I was actually walking back to my house, I was going off, and I was like, am I seeing something crazy? In his garage, it was full of Star Wars stuff. That is also correct. Star Wars action really? figures, Star two Wars – Things and I go well. This whoever this person is must have some kids um, that like Star Wars stuff because I had the stuff when I when 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 I was a kid yeah. and I used to blow it up. Oh. I, and I wish I hadn't. Um, yeah, I had a lot of Bad nice. Th- I know, I know. Um, anyways, 
so I got to know Ricky because I asked, hey, whose Star Wars stuff is that? He goes, oh, yeah, that's mine. I go, yeah. interesting. <laughs> All right. Interesting. <laughs> also correct. That's Mark's great word, interesting. In, interesting. Um, I also know, I've come to, I've come to know Ricky um, as someone who is a filmmaker, uh, very passionate about Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, has gone to D23 events. Yep. Or a a event, but you have gone down to two, to to D D twenty three. Yeah, um, and you have been to uh, Disneyland more than a few times. Absolutely, you have experienced season of the force. Yep. Okay. Uh, the opening day. Opening day. Oh, yeah. nice. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and when and I I like to think that I'm pretty well versed in Star Wars. I mean, I I saw the original um, when I was five once at the you theater saw it once. Um, is, but but when I have questions about Star Wars, there are two people that I contact, and they're both sitting right here, right next to me. <laughs> yeah. You have both received texts from me yeah. at various points going, what's going on? Who's yeah. this character? Why is this? Hey, I heard this part could happen. Could this happen? And both you guys are, no, 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 whatever. <laughs> so it's good. Um, but it's the first time you two have met, so I'm yes. pretty excited about that. Yeah. Um, the force is unusually strong with them. So we are going to talk to you about Star Wars tonight. We're going to talk to you. Be, we're going to talk to you about some of your goings on, and you're also a filmmaker. You um, so we are going to touch about or touch on about uh, a new film that you're working on right now, and what has led you there. Um, Great. But uh, again, remember this is a Disney one, so I will have oh, yeah. questions about. Dis- I already thought of a way to to bring my film and our lead actor. To tie it back to Disney, I've already. Did you do like a, a six I, degrees exactly, up? Exactly nice. Exactly. All right, let's see it. And I'm two degrees, by the way. Only two? Two. Oh, that's awesome. That yeah. makes it even better. Okay. Mark, I'm a little upset though that uh, out of all the things you mentioned, you failed to mention that I mowed your lawn all the time. That's what I thought you were going to bring up because <laughs> oh. I'm the type. My my grandfather taught me if you live next door to somebody and you're mowing your own lawn and your lawns are connected, just mow his lawn for him. Yeah. And I would do that. Oh, that's nice. And what I don't know. All every, we I think we started trading off. You started, yes, yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. So I'm does sorry. Your, does the neighbor? who moved into the house I was at, do they do that for you, Mark? No. In fact, See? that guy let his ha- his lawn go. I know, right? Man. Don't think about it. Just, yeah, just yeah I was going to say, don't um, think right. about okay. it. All right, moving on. Moving <laughs> on. Oh, and I know you like the 49ers, right? I do. Okay. Oh. Okay, Excuse so we're me. not going to get into that right now. <laughs> I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> who, Raider fan? Yeah. Okay, well. Born and raised. We're, yeah, Can't help it. It's reversed now. You guys are doing great. We're horrible, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cyclical. It is. It quite, it really, really is. (laughs) And you're from the Bay Area, too, originally. Fremont. Fremont, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm from San Jose. Nice. Okay. Takes about four hours to get to San Jose from Fremont now. (laughs) Totally. It's like six miles. Totally. Stupid. Yeah. That's why I hate going to work when I have to go. I'm like, oh, man, I got to go where? Oh, no. Okay. Okay, so let me just start off with um, some questions, I guess, about, unless you want to talk more about things no you can ask questions i have things to talk about let's do both okay so let's let's start with star wars real quick all right actually this won't be real quick but let's start there because it won't be uh so you are a. I will only talk about star wars if she's fully invested in the conversation oh she is okay okay Okay. so (laughs) i think we asked you briefly uh, before what were your thoughts when disney purchased the ip of star wars it was awesome it was i think it was october uh, when they announced that, and, and I, at fr- my very first reaction was I thought it was a joke, and then three seconds later I'm like, wait, this makes sense. So I was stoked because uh, as Udi and I talked about, we were thinking, man, we're done with Star Wars Episode Three, which I got to watch with George Lucas, by the way. Um, that's a very, very fun story. Um, yeah, I need to hear that story because I was my only claim to fame is that I was actually set foot on Skywalker Ranch. Oh, nice. 
and uh, I've also walked before they went to Presidio ILM. There you go. I worked at LucasArts for a little bit. So, oh, did you? Yeah, but that's how I got to, in, in a roundabout way, that's how I got to watch uh, episode three of George. Anyway, so I was stoked because, you know, in 2005, every Star Wars fan in the world was thinking, that's it, we're done. We've got episode three, we've completed the storyline. And George mm-hmm. was very, very clear that he was done. No Had more. No yeah. desire. He was making uh, Red Tails and other movies. He yeah, he wanted to go away from that. Yeah, yeah. Art, art house movies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so kind of go back to his roots, if you per se. Yeah. When he didn't like the other stuff, TK was it TK? No, THX. THX eleven thirty eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so yeah, I think that was two thousand twelve or two thousand thirteen, and the original plan was they were going to have the the movie come out two years from the announcement date. And that was fast. I mean, to me, in my mind, I was thinking they've already got the story done, but they didn't. So anyways, Michael Arndt, the writer, they you know let him go and brought in a new writer, and um, it took another year to get it out there. But, I mean, Episode Seven for me, yeah, okay, so it harkened back to New Hope a lot, but it still was its own movie on its own, and I mm-hmm. love the characters. Okay, so you have Starkiller Base. That's the one thing I'll debate with people if they want to. I agree, Starkiller Base was very, very much like the Death Star, but Episode Seven was amazing. Compared to what we had with, with the prequels, and the green screen, and, and what I tell people is, because Lord of the Rings came out at the same time, and I felt those movies had so much heart and soul and were done right. in the same era as the prequels were, but the prequels felt empty mm-hmm. because you had Ewan McGregor acting against a green screen where he was supposed to pretending, you know, Dexter Jetster was there. So anyways, for me, yeah. episode seven came out, and, and the very first thing they said about it was, we're going to make it practical. Yep. So. Did you, like, raise your hands up and go, thank you? God, because uh, that's the first absolutely. thing I did. When you saw when you saw J.J. Abrams and that one little snippet they did, and he's sitting and sta- he's standing in front of that X-wing, I was like, "Yeah, oh, I yeah. got chills." Totally, I'm like, yeah. "Yes." Well, I I'm, yeah. I I have no problem saying I have shed many a tear over Star Wars, not just because this, you know, what, but out of excitement and mm-hmm. love for it. It's mm-hmm. my first memory as a human being. I'm 38 years old, so yeah, my, it's my first experience uh, that I can remember in a movie theater nice. was Return. Yeah, Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi was my first movie uh, memory. Was mm-hmm. Luke and Vader fighting the green and the red lightsaber? I'll yeah. never forget that. But then, as a as a, I think I was three, my mom was making dinner one night and she plopped me in front of the TV and put Star Wars in the VHS and I watched Luke uh, do the trench run for mm-hmm. the end of the movie of A New Hope and that's my first memory as a human. So wow. just ingrained on me that yeah. this 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 masterful film that George made. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. stoked. I mean, Disney has not missed on any film they've put out regarding Marvel and Star Wars at all. I mean, everyone's a a success commercially. Sure, there's problems with the storylines, and they might be a little retread. My whole thing about the Marvel movies is, you know, every villain, with the exception of Loki, dies, and uh, every Mm -hmm. the bad guys win at the end of every film. Okay, other than Loki and and that whole thing, I I think they've done a fantastic job with these IPs they've taken over. Well, cool. Yeah. Excellent with that. Uh, Speaking of uh, sheer uh, uh, um, tear-shedding... did you shed any tears at Path of the uh, Jedi? Yeah, yes. absolutely. That's yes. a powerful... If you're a Star Wars fan yeah. and you love the, the, the... For 30 years. I mean, if yeah. you've loved it and, you, and you, you're watching from A New Hope mm-hmm. through Return of the Jedi... I'm sorry, from, from Episode 1, Phantom Menace through Return of the Jedi, and then they added the Episode 7 stuff in there, you're, you're not just watching it. You're also reliving your childhood yes. in your yes. mind yeah. and the happier times before death and taxes. Yeah. And yeah. So it, it, for me, it's, it's just nostalgia. It's, it's amazing, you know, because as we get older, more, more things in life happen to, that are bummers. And, right. uh, yeah. you know, so, yeah, absolutely. For sure. It's here. Yeah, I think I, I texted you after doing that. I also texted Udi mm-hmm. saying, you've got to see this. And we're mm-hmm. going to see it in uh, um, like two weeks. And Because nice. it, it is still running. Good. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, season it is. Like, I checked today. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where I was like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? Because Wait, is there a thought that season of Force is going away? 
Seeing the four, well, uh, yeah, like Hyperspace really? Mountain is down. Oh, okay, that's it's, okay. It's go, it's Ghost Galaxy now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the shop is still there, I hope. Yeah, it is. Okay, yes. good. Because that no shop's more. rad. Yeah, that's... yeah, I have a his- history with that, too. With mm-hmm. um, Yeah, there's a good history in that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we're stoked about seeing that, and I, I just want to get his... You know, he'll love it. Yeah, I think he'll love it. Um, so I saw episode uh, three. Sorry, no, episode four when I was five nice. at the at the a theater, and I remember seeing it as a kid many times that summer. Mm-hmm. But um, gosh, I'm gonna say, what was it like the late. 90s when they reissued those again yep. mm-hmm. in the theaters? 97. 97. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember seeing that again in yeah. 97. Special edition. I saw... At the theater and yep. getting emotional because I had, I had not mm-hmm. seen it that big before yeah. and I go, my gosh. And The Path of the Jedi has some of those iconic scenes you bet. with Alec Guinness talking about it. I go, oh my gosh. Yeah. Did, I, did I ever tell you my story about that? No. How I got, I got to see that in special passes before Mm-mm. anyone else did? No. I, the 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 reissue the reissue no. the special editions nice yeah so what happened was um, at the time I was a big subscriber to the Star Wars Insider uh huh so uh, what Star Wars Insider did is they kind of went into different cities and kind of just picked people at random out of a hat and sent them passes wow hmm. so I just like do 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 grabbing mail I'm like I'm like this is not my where were you living magazine. at the time uh, here in, in Citrus Heights oh, okay. Sacramento basically. Okay. And so I open up the I open up the envelope because I'm seeing it. I'm like, and it's addressed to me. So I'm like, what the heck it is? And I tear it open, and it is a pass and a letter. And I'm just went, holy! I mean, yeah. like expletives are running around. And I'm like, and my brother, who's a huge Star Wars fan too, I run over and I just start knocking on his door because I was living at the time. And he's like, what? And I just like, yeah. in his face, That's he's just awesome. like. What? And I just like, and I show him the letter. He's like, this is so badass. So yeah. we got passes and we got to go before everybody. So we were like intelligent because like any of those things, they overbook it. Yeah, sure. So we sat there and we're just like literally 10 or 12 in line. And we're just like, yeah. And we got to sit right behind where the media was. So nice. they had oh, the media cool. block off nice. and then we were right in the center. And we're just like. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. And then and it, I felt kind of bad because we were walking past as we were walking into the theater. We had all the people in the glass doors that didn't make it in. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of went like, I was just like, the only thing I got upset about that whole day, they didn't let me keep my pass. I wanted they to keep took the, them? They took them. The mm-hmm. little the little cart, I was just like. Uh, that would have been I have really mine cheap. from episode mm-hmm. three, my lanyard. Yeah. If I would have had that pass, I think I would still have mm-hmm. that thing. It was so awesome because it was just, it was just the card with the poster face and on the back of it, it had you and the guest and all that stuff mm-hmm. were invited to blah, blah, blah nice. in the location. That's fun. That would have been cool to have. And that was that was it. So I got to literally see it. It was two weeks before it came out. Wow. I think it was like two weeks. That's I was rad. just like, dude, I've seen it. He was like, what? I'm like, it was amazing. That's so it was cool. so good. That being said, though, I still hearken back to the original and how you can't find the original anywhere. You can. Now you can? It, I is, haven't. it is out there. There's a group that has released it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because my last original copy of it, original, original, was on a VHS type. Mm. That's it. And that's been, yeah. I don't even know how yeah. long. Yeah. Anyway. Jeez. Yeah. I can't, I'm surprised I never told you that story. No, no I've never, yeah. never, never, yeah. never heard that. Yeah. Well, would you like to hear cool. my George Lucas episode three story? No, because mm-hmm. I'm still mad at George. Uh, no, no, go ahead. You are you mad at George? No, I'm not mad at George. Oh, okay. You know what? I, you know who I'm mad at when it comes to the episode one, two, and three? I'm mad at all the yes people around him. Yeah. That's who I'm mad at. Because yeah. like I've said on this podcast, the story is amazing. Like when you look at the story, oh my God, what a fantastic story. Sure. Execution. Was poor. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Everybody anyway. afraid to tell George no. I agree. Yeah. Like yeah. So if, if someone in his ear going, that's not such a good idea, George. 
Yeah. Are you sure you want to think that over right. again, George? Completely green screen. Can we do some practical, George? Oh, yeah. We'll do the front. No, no, no. no. We're talking like costumes and yeah. like that. That would have been so much better. But I anyway. agree. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'd love well, to hear that I'll make it quick. So uh, I worked at LucasArts for six weeks. Um, I ended up getting my best friend a job there. So when I quit, because it was just too far of a commute, wasn't paying enough, he stayed on. And so they had a Lucasfilm, LucasArts, ILM screening at the Metreon in San Francisco, which is this really awesome, I think there's 11 or 12 screens there. It had just opened. And in 2005, um, the main thing uh, that was drawing people to, to film was digital cinemas. We had always seen films on, on film before. Mm-hmm. Now the, the latest, greatest were these digital cinemas. So we get to the Metreon at 5 a.m. I'm like sixth in line. Ryan Church, Doug Chang, all those people are behind me. These are artists who worked on the film. Like yep, actual, that, like wow. these are dudes who worked worked on, on the film. I know behind both me those in names. Yeah, and so Ryan Church was right behind me. So him and I had some fun conversations. So, anyways, uh, we they opened the doors at like seven a.m. I think the showing was at eight or eight thirty. And I walk in, and there were eleven screens you could have chosen. And they said, you know, go to any screen you want. And I asked the lady, I said, well, which screen is digital? She's like, there's only one. It's Theater Nine. Great. So I walked over to Theater Nine. I walked in, and there were three rows that were roped off. And so I'm a bit of a rebel. I always ask forgiveness later and not permission first. So I, I hopped over the rope and I sat down and the usher came right over me. She goes, I'm sorry, you can't sit there. And I, and I was kind of a, it, look, I'd been up since three in the morning. You were tired. I was tired. I said, I got in line at like 530 in the morning. I said, I feel like I should be able to sit wherever I want. Was my line. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, I'm sorry. So you got there at five. What time is this now? This is now like eight in the morning, eight eight thirty. Like I think the screenings at nine or something. Okay, wow. we got up at three to okay. you know. So so I was a little cranky. Sure. So she goes, well, I'm sorry, those seats are for George. So I hopped right over, boom, to the very next row that wasn't roped off, mm-hmm. and sat right in the middle. And so um, as the theater started filling, in, you know, um, people are coming in, sitting anywhere but the ropes were. Well, in walks Robin Williams, then Rick McCollum. And then George Lucas. Wow. Uh, and they literally sat right in, in front, front of me, you. as close as the three of you are. Wow. And so That's during the cool. entire movie, uh, Rick, McCall- Rick McCallum and George Lucas and Robin Williams were whispering to each other. And I'm like, I told my friend, I turned to him, I said, I bet that stuff's not even going to be on the DVD commentary. I bet they're saying <laughs> things right now that we'll never know or never hear. <laughs> so, so the movie ends, and uh, it... I out of out of the prequels, episode three was my favorite, which I think agreed, a lot of people agreed. Think. Yeah. yeah. So we give George a round of applause, standing ovation, and stuff, and then afterwards, they had the um, employee luncheon at the brand new at the time Presidio, um, Lucas Lucasfilm mm-hmm. ILM uh, uh, office. So you walk in and, and it's probably you know ten thousand square feet. They've got the pro- the props and the costumes and stuff like that. And everybody's just in there hanging around. It's like an employee like luncheon. No big deal. If your CEO's there, so what? Yeah. George, George is standing in there, <laughs> and he's just eating a freaking sandwich just by himself. And I'm like overcome with like like oh my gosh, George Lucas is standing right there. What do I do? So I, I like sucked in a bunch of air and I and I took a deep breath and I walked over to him and I put my hand on his shoulder. I said, Hey George, my name's Ricky Borba. I said, I just wanted to thank you for Star Wars. I, 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 I can't tell you how much it's meant to me. I love episode three. Thank you for, you know, and I, I went on for probably about 30 or 40 seconds and I just was reiterating how much I love Star Wars. And he said, well, thanks for saying that. But just so you know, I love Star Wars more than you do. And it's been my pleasure. Oh, <laughs> so man. it was cool. So That's this good. was before stuff went viral. Yeah. Before we had the term viral, I had a blog called borbafet.net. And uh, it's still up, by the way. You can go read. Uh, actually, it's my number one story of all time. CNN picked it up. Um, Fangoria Magazine picked it up. Um, uh, it, wow. it, it went viral before the term right. going viral happened. So I had all these news outlets calling me and emailing me and asking me about. So I wrote this gigantic long story about my experience that day. And I had people emailing me from like Belfast and Germany and all these places saying that they were crying reading my 
story uh, because they were imagining what it was like to actually watch it with George right. and stuff. So it was a once in a lifetime experience. Yeah. This yeah, is now eleven awesome. years ago, man. Yeah. It's crazy, that's but it was awesome. it was so so fun. Yeah. So now I'm actually making a documentary about George Lucas called um, Sylvan and Rexford, George Lucas at the Intersection of Fate. And in July of 1962, George Lucas got in a car accident right as he was turning right onto the street to go home. And the seatbelt for his Fiat broke and he flew out of the car and the car smashed in the tree and became tinfoil. And had the seatbelt not broken, George would have died. Right. So when he went to the hospital and he was, you know, I, I forget how long he was there, he decided, okay, I'm done racing cars. I'm actually going to go and make these films that I've thought of. And so my whole film, this documentary I'm working on with Mark Cotavaz, he's written a lot of uh, Star Wars books. He's been behind the scenes. Um, it is about had George either A, not survived that right. accident, or B, said, I don't want to make films. So we all know his contribution to film in right. terms of like digital and, and, and mm -hmm. things he did. Sound and everything. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But what people don't know is that George Lucas also created this device for film that some surgeon got a hold of that they now use as kind of the foundation for MRIs. So, mm. so wow. ILM and Pixar devise, devise this device for, you know, that's re redundant. I'm sorry. ILM and, Pic and Pixar created this device that they were using for animation, but now people use it to look for, I believe, tumors and things like that in people's oh. bodies. So if George didn't make films, that device doesn't get made in, in the same time frame it did. So wow. anyways, this whole documentary I'm making is about George's legacy and what he's left um, outside of film because he, he's, I don't think we have these smartphones in our hands. You know, I think there's a good push for it, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think the whole the whole if hmm. we don't have ILM, we don't have visuals that we have. Absolutely, and that's the thing is, is I I try to tell people all the time is like you don't realize that all the special effects that we've all gotten so commonplace to, if he doesn't there going I need to make this movie and I need to be able to visually show what I'm I'm thinking in my head. We don't have this, or we don't know when we get this. Mm -hmm. So that contribution too, and along with sound, just uh, just yeah. wanting more right, right. than was out there and demanding and going, and not only wanting it, but then going and finding out how to do it and getting the people around him. And I mean, that's just beautiful to me. And for me, the big thing about George that I really admire the most is that he did it outside of Hollywood intentionally. He said, mm -hmm. I don't like the system down yep. there. I don't like how it's run. Yep. And so for me now, being from the Bay Area, living in Sacramento, now we're segueing a little bit, but I have this film I'm making with Tom Sizemore, Kevin Nash, and um, a girl named Henriette Novak, who's very uh, popular overseas, but... Uh, so Tom Sizemore was in Saving Private Ryan with Tom Hanks, who love was always Sizemore. the okay. voice. I love oh. Sizemore, yeah. Woody. So there's my two degrees of separation two right two degrees. Yeah. Okay. I love it. So anyways, I'm making this film in Sacramento in Northern California outside of the Hollywood system, which has been what I've been trying to do for such a long time. And uh, now that I've got that film rolling, it's really exciting because in my little mind, I'm thinking I'm also following in George's footsteps of mm -hmm. making films outside of Hollywood because I think... Northern California, look, we're so close to Tahoe and Santa Cruz and the beach and Beautiful snow. Places. Like mm -hmm. two hours away from us. Right. It's a six-hour drive to Disneyland. I mean, obviously, to bring it back to this podcast. <laughs> but, um, you know, th there's so many locales here in Northern California. Right. It is a Hollywood North if you want it to be. So it's it's really exciting right now to actually be be in the seat that I'm in directing a film that's going to be shown in theaters and, and overseas with these name actors from Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, I really do, um, if I do get to meet George again, I hope I do with my documentary, um, I want to shake his hand and just say thank you for giving me the courage to pursue a career in film outside of Hollywood because I have three daughters I have no desire to raise them in LA or New York no, right? no, right. no thank you Mark yeah. you have two daughters it's just <laughs> it's, not, it's not good so yeah. Um, yeah I just it's it's been really neat to this last year specifically just with the George Lucas documentary and the bend is the is the name of the film so um, it's really it's really exciting right now that's awesome thank you yeah yeah, yeah. And uh, part of Jedi was filmed in Northern California, right? Yes, the uh, the scenes with the uh, speeder bikes yeah. were filmed. I believe yeah. it was Redwood, Redwood Forest. Mendocino? 
I think my geography is horrible. You might be right. It was in the Redwood Forest, so up there, yeah. yeah. Because and then I'm sure anyone who looks at enough back behind, they're running around with Steadicams and how they film. Yeah, just literally running with the Steadicams through and catching that and speeding it up, speeding it up, and that's how they did that. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So there's connections everywhere. And and I think they got the Chewbacca growl. Who's the sound guy? Ben Burt went to the Oakland Zoo. And did a bunch of recordings of animal noises, and then blended a few of them mm-hmm. in walrus oh. and something else in order to make Chewbacca's noise. Oh, so yeah. interesting. So Northern California is pretty special for Star Wars. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, yeah. It just look where Lucas uh, Lucas Film is and everything like that. Yeah, right. Or, but, or, yeah, like Skywalker Ranch and whatever. Oddly what enough, though, that. the Star Wars um, museum was the first choice was Chicago, but that but that fell through. Well, that was more of a George Lucas museum. It wasn't specifically for Star Wars. And, okay. And what I understood was it was actually his wife's baby. She was trying to get this art museum going in Chicago at the last minute. Said no. So now they're thinking San Francisco, which sure. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Let's do it there. Or yeah, Nevada, maybe. Yeah. Okay. No, that'd yeah. be fantastic. That'd be something to go to because what was that? What, there was that traveling. Um, uh, it was going from museum museum that had the the props mm-hmm. and the and the and the animatronics and yeah. all that stuff going from city to city. And unfortunately, I didn't get to see it because the closest place it came to was San Francisco. Well, have you been to um, Season of the Force? Have you been inside? No. Saw? Oh, you haven't no. been there. He yet. hasn't oh, been there yet. He's gonna so go in two weeks. In two weeks. Oh wow! Yeah. You have that that stuff was at, at you'll you'll see yeah. it. Yeah. So that's the, that's all that. I, and you I'm can buy a Lifefly uh, Stormtrooper. No, it's a different trooper. It isn't an actual Stormtrooper. It's yeah, a, it's eight grand. It's the uh, first order Stormtrooper. Yeah. yeah, I'm good with the. First there's, an, oh, there's, there's all these different troopers. There's a well, death, yeah, there's a, there's a death trooper. Yeah, there right? is that's now. Right. Yeah, Rogue One. No, yeah. Yep. Okay. Re- Rogue One. Remember we, talk, we did have that conversation. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. did. We did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there is a lot to chew on there, Ricky. Yeah. Um, and before I get. Because I, I have a lot of questions about that, but I want to sure. quickly turn it back to Disneyland. Okay, um, yeah, let's do that real quick. Um, so, what are your thoughts about the Star Wars experience coming to Disneyland? I mean, this is the biggest expansion ever. Okay, and yeah, I, I would like to, for you to say um, a couple of things here. Your thoughts of where where is it? Are you happy where it's located? Okay, we're breaking into hives over here. Again. No, I know, no, I know. That's right. No. I, I'm sitting here waiting to see Jess's expression because it's always a good. This is classic. Just yeah. wait, wait till you see this. Are this you are you happy where it's located? Um, <laughs> what are you most fearful of in regards to this hmm. coming? I haven't thought about that. What are you looking forward to the most? Okay, and how might you coax someone who's not a believer into thinking this is a really good thing? In other words, this one right okay. here. Okay, so sitting, sitting to your side over here. <laughs> so I was I was at Disneyland the day they opened Season of the Force. Yes, and you were. It, it was amazing. It was it was a lot of fun. Was it crowded? Actually, not as bad as you. It was a cold November day, so it okay. wasn't as bad as you would think. So, so that was fun. You had little kids. If it, so, here's the thing: if you're going there and you're like, you're taking yourself out of the equation, mm-hmm. and you're looking at the faces of the kids and the parents that are with the kids and stuff like that. There's nothing like it. Not right. even oh, Marvel yeah. or DC. I mean, Batman, Superman don't even compare. Come close. To nope. Star, they mm-hmm. don't. People. Yeah. So anyway. Um, so regarding the new Star Wars expansion that they're having at Disneyland, I, I have a few thoughts. So I was at D23 when they announced it, which was surreal. That I'm, would be cool. I'm sitting in the room like 15 rows back, and Johnny Depp is is 30 feet from me as Captain Jack Sparrow throwing grapes to people. And I'm, it's one of those experiences you have in your life. You're like, is this really happening? You know, like I'm pinching myself. I'm yeah. like, am I dreaming? So it was just, it was crazy. Did you see any talking foxes? I yes. did not see any talking okay. foxes that wanted to marry my dad. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. See, I knew it would come back. But maybe, maybe I didn't do enough drugs. You probably didn't maybe. do enough drugs. You yeah. did not. No. So, so, so being there for, at D23 when they announced that, I mean, the crowd erupted. And it was amazing. And they showed us those really 
lame drawings they mm-hmm. had done just to kind of vision cast. And okay, but but now okay, so now what is it? Fourteen acres? Is it sixteen acres? Fourteen. Fourteen, 14, 14 acres. acres. So in my opinion, when I heard fourteen acres, I was actually disappointed because I didn't think it was big enough, which I'm sure oh. is the exact opposite reaction you had. Too big. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I here here's the thing, like for. For someone like Udi and I and Mark even f- who, who have loved these films mm-hmm. forever and, and have dreamt, I have literal dreams about Star Wars where I'm, you know, okay. not often, but, but they, happen. they happen. Are you they a, happen. Are you a rebel or you're an imperial? What are you? I When I'm in the Star Wars dreams, I have a lightsaber, but that doesn't make me good or bad. It's no. So it's, it, I could be either. I'm not sure. But what color is your light? Green. Oh, yeah. Well, green, green would be on the It would be Jedi, that but. leans from the light side. But, you know. We, you want to yeah. know what mine is? Yellow. I, I do know what yours Yellow. is. Yellow. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. So so having said that, like, just thinking about being able to walk into Disneyland where they have said explicitly that all the cast members will behave in a manner as if they're on Tatooine, there yeah. will be droids serving people. Okay, so if I'm not ever going to be able to direct a Star Wars film, which I'm praying to God I do get to direct one at some point, <laughs> this is as close as it's going to come. Right. Oh, yeah. So getting to walk on the Millennium Falcon and, and pilot it and then get out, and I hear one of the rides is there's uh, stormtroopers chasing you and you have to escape. And there, I, I don't even know what the other rides are, but I'm telling you right now, I will be there on day one. I will brave the lines. We, we'll we be should there. be there on day we will one. All, yeah, we all be there. Be That's there. the plan so far. Yeah, we're going to start the yeah. plan. Uh, my daughter wants to be there because she loves Star Wars. Too. The older one or the younger one? The older one. Okay. Yeah, oh, but she loves the, Star Wars too. Oh, she's oh good. Uh, yeah. So I rubbed off on her when I lived next yes, door to you. Apparently, yes. good. There yes. You go. And <laughs> she has quite a few Star Wars shirts. Okay. And she knows a lot about. What it. is she like? Six ten now? Uh, just you're, uh, you're like six eight. So no, she's about five eleven. She's yeah. She's yeah. Tall. <laughs> yeah she's, she's tall. So yeah. A so little, I'm I'm excited a short for a, a, a stormtrooper. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, Mark, you asked a good question. What am I fearful about? Yeah. I, I think my fear would be. That <laughs> this is so totally selfish is that it's going to be so crowded. I'm not going to get to enjoy everything there <laughs> in the three days I plan on spending there, unless yeah. I'm just devoting my entire daily schedule to Star Wars Land. But uh, yes. um, that, I, other than that, I can't imagine that Disney is going to screw this up. The, yeah. the Imagineers are going to do an amazing job with it. Well, well, you know, when I think about this, the one thing that comes into my mind because I'm thinking about the Millennium Falcon. Every time I see that little pad that says Millennium Falcon, mm-hmm. I'm like, holy god! And and I think back, and I don't know if you ever saw it. Kevin Smith's reaction. Did you ever hear about what Kevin Smith... To episode seven? To going to the set. Oh, yeah, yeah. He cried. When he cried. Yeah. And so... And and, as, and and he talks. And when I when I first saw it, that's the way I imagined it. As he's talking about it, he's walking up the ramp. And then how every step he took up that ramp, yeah. it's like he's taken on another few years off of his life. And yeah. as he gets to the top of the ramp, he sits in the Millennium Falcon and he's like a kid again. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, that I, I have a feeling I'm going to just like lose it yeah. when I walk on mm-hmm. there. I'm just going to lose my. And why not? Yeah. I mean, who cares? I mean, we're and I, and I think men, but yeah. And, and the thing cares? is, I'm going to tell you yeah. this right now. They better have a freaking a box of tissues because some. I'm going to tell you what. Yeah, no, there you go. but I'm I'll just telling them. you. You might be gonna, crying too, Jess. Th- yeah, for the reasons. Yeah. <laughs> For the right reasons, no. But I, I honestly think there's going to be we're not going to be a rarity. The rarity are going to people not doing that. Yeah. I swear, I, I swear, you'll I, be I, all right. Yeah, I'm the, at least tears. I, I mean, yeah. at least like welling up. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like I mean, here. the Star Wars theme park was a no brainer for years. It was something. My wife's so cute. She thinks that I was the only person to have that idea. She's like, you should write somebody about your Star Wars theme park idea. I'm like, honey, like, there's don't <laughs> worry. There's been 90 million other people that have written <laughs> them about gonna it. So it's yeah. going to happen. But you know, it's exciting. It's exciting to think about where Star Wars is right now. You know, Udi and I and, and Mark and, and you seem to be a little younger because you look younger, so I'm giving you that compliment. She's 12. Right now. You're Thank welcome. You. She's 12. 12. Yes, yeah, she's 12. But for, 12. for guys Close. who've grown up with Star Wars our entire lives, um, to now be like, I feel sorry for the guys who were 40 when Star Wars came out. You know, we were two and three and five, you know, mm-hmm. when Star Wars came out, and now we're getting this 
like we're at the perfect age to be able to enjoy the mm-hmm. the nostalgia mm-hmm. and also look I feel like so fortunate to be born right. when I was because I'm getting the best of both worlds absolutely mm-hmm. now so, I can agree with yeah. you more. yeah because I think with our life experiences and it being so ingrained and then we can look forward and I think like Mark Mark mentioned before it's that ability to pass it on so yeah. like I don't have kids but my nieces that you and my know nephews, of. well, yeah, that I know. Um, so, so, like, they're ingrained with Star Wars already. My brother, who, again, just a huge Star Wars, not just like me, yeah, is ingrained in his kids with it. So, yeah. like, my my little two and a half, almost three year old nephew has his Chewbacca thing, and he'll walk oh. around going Chewbacca, yeah, and just running around. And it's just and so and then my step my step niece, they actually got him a book. Of characters, and it's basically like a glossary of characters. These, and so I will sit there and I'll pop quiz both of them. Like, okay, I said this. Oh, that's this person. Nice. And I'm just like, thank God. Yeah. And I look at my brother, I just like give him the pat on the back. Nice. Add a kid. Yeah, but with my three girls, my three girls love Star Wars. My 10 year old, her favorite is episode three. And then my middle and youngest, uh, she's four and eight. Their favorite is episode seven. But it, it Star Wars transcends gender, mm-hmm. it transcends age. It, it is. And, and, and this is the question I always ask myself that I still cannot answer to this day is, what is it about Star Wars that is unlike any other form of, of media that we've ever come across? I mean, you've got Lord of the Rings fanatics, mm-hmm. you have Star, Star Trek fanatics, mm-hmm. you've got people who Harry are into Potter. Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Star Wars, far and above, surpa- I could go to Bangladesh right now and say Star Wars, and somebody would say Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. or I could show them a lightsaber. It is global. Right. It's transcended everything. And and, and, and for me, I, I always ask myself, what is it about Star Wars that did that? I mean, obviously, Jess isn't a huge fan, but you'd still agree that... No, it's huge. It's huge. You it's walk huge. into Target or Walmart or wherever. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Why? That's what I, I would love to be able to put my finger on it. And, and here's... And, and see, so honestly, I have had that same thought because you have to think about this. Like, why am I so into this? What is it that, con- that connects me to this? Mm-hmm. And the one thing that always comes back to me is this... It's looking at the family ties mm-hmm. because it's really what it is when you look at it it is a story sure. of family and, yeah. and and what you do and, and and it's just I think that's what it is it's like you have all these heroine adventures but if you look at it family just is the is the tie yeah. through all of them so that's what I was saying so the theories that are going out now because of seven, eight, and nine that are coming have everything to do with the family ties. Yeah. Yes. Who's tied to who? What's going to, I mean, because you think about it, Empire Strikes Back, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. Yeah. I am your father. Right. Holy man, Mike yeah. dropped. James Earl Jones thought that it was, he was lying. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. said that's that's not true. And, and then people, lying that is yeah. Annika's favorite episode, by the yeah. way. Oh, no. And good for her. Hello. Yes. It wow. should be, as well wow. it should be. Yes. I mean, and so. Anyways. Yeah. So to me, that it, it, it's it's just one of those things that's like it's still family and you have all these these twists and it's all about family ties like and then because of that i think it makes it all relatable because you yeah. have the sides of their family that you love and you have those other dark sides yeah. it's like but then you, you have do, vader you with pick? redemption and return of the jedi right and I, you still have yeah. that though, i think right? without vader redeeming himself from return of the it's jedi different. it's different mm-hmm. yeah. i absolutely agree i've actually talked to people who who that is their least favorite star wars moment is when vader redeemed himself I don't get that. I don't understand. The Return of the Jedi doesn't work unless Vader redeems himself. So you know, it falls flat. Yeah, it absolutely does. Yeah. So, so your biggest fear is that it's going to be crowded. Well, yeah, I yeah. think it's going to bring. Uh, I, absolutely, I think if we're talking about fourteen acres. Yes. Um, 
the, the queue to get into the park that morning. It's going to be packed. You're going to need to get there at 5 a.m., 4 a.m. I mean, people probably sleep there. Yeah. Because I, oh, they I, will. I, yeah, I've mm. waited in line all day for toys for Star Wars when they release the toys at midnight on Fridays. I've, I've gone to Toys R Us at 8 in the morning, waited 16 hours for the midnight release. I mean, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be crowded. I mean, we slept over. I mean, we waited and slept the night before for the 60th, you know. Oh, nice. Outside so that you well, could get you in. Had people. Duh, I always have people. <laughs> Are you happy uh, in the location that they have it, or would you have? See, that's that's where you guys and I are going to differ. Uh, okay. Differ because I don't care. Like I'm not. I love Disneyland, but I don't love it like you guys do. So for me, if if the powers matter. that be decided that's where it goes, then that's where it goes. You don't care. I don't like what I what I mean is like it, I, I'm not heartbroken that 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 lake is half drained right now. It doesn't it doesn't like I wake I wake up in the morning put okay, my shoes what, on. Like, okay. thing, Ricky, Ricky, it's a river. It's a river. Okay, it's a river. Okay, yeah. it's not a lake. All right, it's a river. See, I'm getting corrected. <laughs> so I've been wrong once in my life. This is now the second time, and people get to hear it. I so. like this guy. Yeah, I knew you guys would like Ricky Boy. He's a pearl of monkeys. Oh, guy. So yeah, I mean, it, for me, it's like okay, if the powers that be decided that's where it's going, that's where it's going. I mean, I want to hear from you. Seriously, legitimately, no joking around. What is it about the location that you're bothered by? Oh boy, here I'm gonna sit down for this one. No, we've <laughs> I've calmed down. Like when it first you, happened, it was like a boom, and I. She was, was like, "I'm boycotting. I'm never going to the park." I was park. Never, I wasn't they ruin, go to the oh, park anymore. They ruined should, my park. Li- go back to episode. Back. You'll hear it. she ran. So oh my, gosh. my problem is, and I, and I mean, I've thought it through, and it's you know I've analyzed, and it's fine. Because I know that they're going to make the transition from point A, you know, from you coming in from Frontierland and you going in, you're not going to, you know, it's going to be a huge difference. It's going to, you know, you're going to probably walk through some trees and trails and get into it. Mm -hmm. My problem is, is that it does not belong anywhere in between Frontierland and Fantasyland, between cowboys and princesses. But after I've actually, I think that's a perfect place for it. I know, right? (laughs) Leia and Hans. But anyways, um. Uh, hey, at least I dropped two names. That's good. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like in tears right now. Um, she actually said Han Land realized what she was talking about. Like it wasn't just throwing him out. No, I got you. Wow. Um, but it, I've analyzed it and it's fine. I would have preferred it to be Toontown. Granted. Oh, okay, sure. In that area, because. But you don't have kids, and that would have devastated my kids. So I'm sure. They love dev- Toontown. My kids do. Yeah, really? they love the 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 little stupid boat that you go on and. Oh, Donald's house. Yeah. Gosh, I'm really? Like, but I said stupid on a Disney podcast. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fine. We said worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah she said, said worse. worse. No. Um, my kids like Toontown. Was my point. So. I can't see. We we've, we've all it's discussed. Go Toontown's got to go. Oh it's yeah. Go okay. Um. I mean, I sent them a little I stupid agree. CGI I, thing. Yeah, if was, I think yeah, about it for more than a minute, about, sure. It's just, it's, it's, it's run down. They don't take care of it it's the way ha- they should. It's closed half the time I'm there. Yes, and it's just, it just doesn't belong there anymore. Mm. But anyways, I would have preferred that to go there. It would have been much smaller, which is why they didn't put it there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I understand that because then they would have went into casting and all that stuff back there, and it would have been messed up. So it's okay where it's at. Okay. You got that out of me, okay? Wow. Good and like, you she got is, that out She of dropped me. eight Mark pounds in the last two minutes because of the sweat coming off of her. I don't know about that. She's going to pick him up somewhere else. No, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> it's it's going to be all right. But no, it's just my whole thing was is that I just couldn't fathom because what they got rid of in order to put what it What did they get rid of? I'd like to be... Big Thunder Ranch, the like the restaurant. But not the... Oh, okay. The restaurant. Not the ride, but the restaurant. But that food was so good. And then they got rid of the... Um, they had a back area that was at one point like a, hunch, a hunchback of Notre Dame show, which yeah. has been gone for years. Okay, um, and they would do 
a lot of fall things over there, pumpkin carving, things like that. And it was also used for uh, company parties. Okay. So that would be blocked off where companies could rent that portion out. So it wasn't being utilized so the total, all the yeah. time. But it was a functioning corral. But it too. was a functioning oh, cor- petting zoo and exactly. corral. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and now... For the horses that are for the that. horses. Who knew yeah. that? Who knew that? Well, though? in the behind behind the scenes. So it was circle, it, yeah, yeah. Circle D is where they, ho- where they house all their horses. So now they've had to relocate all of their horses, which is fine, I'm sure sure that their stables and everything are going to be... I'm just looking for a PETA tattoo. They're, right, somewhere, there, yeah. right? Their horses are going to be much... I mean, sure, I'm sure it's going to be great. But, um, I mean, they had to rearrange a lot of things and move things that... I mean, that was one of the highlights of my... Like, walking to work, walk, walking into work every day. Okay, so for you, it's a different experience than most people. Exactly, okay. and that's my thing. Um, you know, I mean, walking into work, I would, you know, come down, and I would always... I'd walk past uh, Herticulture, and then I would walk past all the horses, and all the Clydesdales and like the babies and things like that. And it's just, it was a different thing. It's a different memory for me, I guess I could say. That makes sense. It's nostalgia. But, yeah. But I mean, it, it's going to be all right. Yeah. It's going to be all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not buying it, but that's fine. No, it, it's going to be okay. Okay. It's, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to support you in this one. All right. You're going to be okay, kid. You're going to be okay. Yeah. As long as they don't put like stormtroopers on the Mark Twain for Fantasmic, well, I mean, I'm no, going to be yeah, okay. We, we didn't no, talk about I, wouldn't, that. I wouldn't be okay with that one because it just doesn't fit. So, <laughs> I just, yeah. As long as they don't ruin, like, it just doesn't need to be I everywhere. I don't think they're going to ruin the ambiance. Yeah, it just doesn't need to be everywhere. Well, no, that's the that's thing. It's like when that map, that wonderful map. That, that yes. Yeah, that's cool. It, it helps really along. start showing the, the definition between yeah. Star Wars experience mm-hmm. and the rest of the park currently. Yeah. If you've seen that, I don't know if you've seen that map. Are you are you following the uh, construction? Of I am. Yeah, there was that leaked photo. Somebody got it from Disney, and it was the, from the top down, like a drone or something like that. Oh Is no, it? I haven't seen that. Yeah, one. there's yeah. a photo out there that mm-hmm. shows the construction that's been going on. Yes, and, yeah. yes, yeah. I, I I try to follow it like three or four times a week because there's there's people that go to the Toy Story parking lot and then like film it. Um, yeah, I've yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just massive. I mean, yeah. it is so big. Yeah. Um, At some point, they've got to drape it. I mean, people are gonna be able to yeah spoil things. I would that's imagine. what. Oh yeah, because I mean, you can see it from the top of the parking garage. You can see it from Thunder. Wow. Yep. Um, yep. I mean, they've yeah, got to, they're going to have to cover it at some point. Yeah, I, and I don't know, that's, that's, I mean, that's very curious to me because I'm not sure as, and my biggest thing is obviously is the Millennium Falcon experience. It's like, yeah. how much is that going to be out? How outside? much are they building? How much it? are they showing? I mean, I, I'm, yeah, how much are, are they, they building build? the entire thing? Do you guys know? I think they are. I think they are too. I Why got, not? I, got, I wouldn't doubt I got, it. I saw the feeling like what it is. is the question? How, how, how much of the Falcon, Falcon are they building? Build? Well, I've Jinx. heard, I've heard there's a life size model that's going to be out there. Yeah. But I don't think you ride that. I think what it's going to be. I think you ride portions of it. I think you get in the cockpit of that thing. Yeah, I don't. You probably do, but I, I don't think that's the ride. You think like a Star Tours kind of thing? Is, is that what you're thinking? Um, from what I'm hearing, it, they are working with ILM on this. Okay. Yeah, but but again, ILM is not in the amusement attraction business. But I think special effects, special effects, yeah, like they provide light. Yeah. 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 So, but what I think is going to be something we've never seen before. Yeah, it's going to um, be it's going to be far superior to anything I can come up in my mind. Yeah, I, I, it has to be right. because they do. Right. Th- those people are amazing at what they do, and, and they're yep. they've they've they they had a plan and a purpose in mind. And I keep popping my peas. I should not be doing that, but they had a plan <laughs> and a purpose in mind when they bought this from George. Well, and this did. was all part of it. This is sure. Oh yeah. This isn't happening by accident. So. No, no, no. Now, thoughts? Are they going to move Star Tours to? Well, we've had that. I don't know. What are your I, thoughts? Yeah, that's on what that? I want to know. Your thoughts? Do you think they're going to move Star Tours out of Tomorrowland? You think they're going to leave it there? I think they have to. I mean, I don't, that's what I think. The 14 acres, they don't have the the ability to. Mm-mm. Well, see, because the Plus content, it's kind of an anchor for tomorrow. What well, see, that's there? exactly that's what we're talking about. Exactly. If, if it goes away, if they pull that, which yeah. it makes sense to just 
just for the sense of just the same property altogether. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you pull it out of there, movie theater that they don't even have anything anymore. You have yeah. Buzz Lightyear ride, which and is then awesome. all you have is space. What are your guys' high scores on Buzz Lightyear, by the way? I don't remember. It's been a while since I played it. Um, I don't remember at all. I don't remember. I mean, I have pictures because oh I always. I didn't. I didn't. What was yours? Seven hundred thousand. Wow. Wow. So yeah, there. But there, there's a reason why. You cheated. No. <laughs> Zerg, when Zerg is firing at you, mm-hmm. yeah. in the middle of his chest is a, I think it's a $10,000 or $25,000 okay. right here on his chest. Oh, okay. And so if you know that there's three rooms with Zerg in it, you can fire at his chest and just watch your score go crazy. Just go nuts. So, yeah. A little insider tip. See, I yeah. do the, the Toy Story one. And that, oh, that, yeah. See, I suck at that. So that makes <laughs> my arm hurt. See, I <laughs> dominate that one. And if you, wow. there's one, the, um, the aliens where you're doing the ring toss. If you can get all of them down, it just completely opens up, and it's like 10,000 points, and you just shoot into that. Maybe we should combine our skills. All, all, we'll, right? Yeah. There you down. go. Let's Become do it. dominating. See, when, we go to start, when we go for Star Wars, the Star Wars experience. Yeah. So has uh, he sold you on the Star Wars experience, Jess, or what? I've been kind of trying to sell myself lately. Yeah. Because like well, we said, I Step one I is watching episode seven. I have to get, I have to I accept haven't. it. Yeah, I, I'm just going to have to. It's, it's 100 I'm looking at your gigantic TV over there. Right? It'll be great on it. Yeah. I, I don't see any surround speakers, so I am disappointed no, by that. They're down there. They're just not plugged in <laughs> in about a year. Oh, okay. No, it's I need to watch them. 100 I'll, feet away. I'll, no, I'm going to start at the beginning, and when but I you come to saying that, these are words. saying that, I feel like they're empty. I have to go pick them up for my dad. I might pick them up after this. You know, a goal without a plan is a wish. So this is very What's true. your plan? I'm going to go pick up the first three, when? which is technically four, five, six. Okay, so is it is it is it fair by the next podcast that you guys have Good that you should have you should have watched? Hold, don't hold your breath. Two of them. It's unfair. I'll put out the first three in the next two weeks. No, you won't. I'm <laughs> guaranteed. What what are we betting here? I, we love bets here. Pinky swear. No, I'm not pinky swearing. We're going to bet. Okay. We're gonna what bet. are we betting? If I lose, you have to say your phone number on the podcast. Deal. Okay. Done. Yikes. Done. Okay, all but seven digits. All seven. There's okay. a lot of guys out there that'll be like, get that number. Okay, all right. You got it. I'll do it. <laughs> I have no, I have no dog in the fight, so I, yeah, I don't yeah, either. He doesn't care. No, yeah. no, none of us really care. Yep. There, there you I'll go. Do it. The first three. Jess, no, Jess's phone number will be out in podcast. My cell phone. If I don't heaven. watch all three. Okay, there you go. Done. <laughs> I weeks. will send you pictures as I'm watching them. Bam. Okay. Just for you, proof. If I, if I don't see it, then. Okay. No, so not only are you going to send me pictures, you're going to post them. Deal. I'll okay. put them on the Facebook wow. page. Look at that. Done. Look at that. All right. Progress. We'll, yeah. <laughs> well, good. I mean, so yeah. So we don't really know like a whole lot about the Star Wars experience. We keep hearing things, you know, like, like um, here and there. But we we, we know it's going to be on a on a new planet, an outer rim planet. We which okay. Not seen. I had not heard that. Oh, you had that's that. cool. Yeah. So it's somewhere we, we have not seen. But uh, I guess I mean I'm mostly concerned about. Of course, crowds too, and mm-hmm. how that's going to take away from the experience. And I, I know you two guys want to go on opening day, and that sounds like a nice, a nice thing. But I don't think we're going to be prepared for the amount of people that want to go it's in gonna there. It's going to be crazy. And how is that going to deter from your experience? I mean, it, it will be my only experience that that day. I mean, I won't be going there to ride Pirates of the Caribbean or anything else. It will. I will dedicate my day to that. Okay. Yeah. Well, you may be you may be dedicating like many days to that. Because, Absolutely. Okay. Um, I, I I don't I don't know how stormtroopers are going to be walking around in amongst rebels that are that are there just like chilling right. But, how, but, how, but that, that happens that happens in the movies. I mean the stormtroopers walk around Tatooine. Don't don't, don't yeah. always know who a rebel is. Yeah. Well, and they walk around during or er, in tomorrow. Precisely, too. I know that they're right there walking right. around. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
We'll see how that goes. So, yeah. We'll see how that goes. And I, I do. My other thing is that I, I hope that they have like nothing like we know as far as food goes. Like I, I don't want to see. Oh, oh yeah. Did that, you want? Did you want coke in that right, burger? No, no, no. Uh, the, the, I've already heard that they are going to rename everything to be. Everything when you walk in is going to be immersive. Is the best way to put it. Yeah. The food name. Immersive is a good word. Yes. yes. That's a very so, good word. Yeah. Okay. One well, awesome. So. About your filmmaking, yeah, man. yeah. Let's talk about that. It's fun. Yeah, how has um, Star Wars shaped your filmmaking techniques? And uh, did were you a fan of filmmaking before Star Wars? Yeah, I mean, from the time I was little, I, I was making films. I mean, I literally was making films from the very first day my parents brought home a home video camera that you had a VHS tape you popped <laughs> in, okay. and you had to do the editing in camera because you had to stop the scene and then start the scene because there was no editing system. So. Like I was alluding to earlier, you know, George Lucas doing it out of Hollywood was something I always had in the back of my mind that it is possible to make films without going down to L.A. and getting sucked up as a cog in that system. Mm -hmm. Because for a guy like me who's got a passion for film, who's got a degree, who knows the ins and outs of film, for me to go down to L.A., I'm going to I'm going to start on any project as the lowest man on the totem pole and work my way up. And, And at 38 years old. With three kids, there's not a chance that can happen. I mean, I'm going to go down there. We're going to, you know, live in a, a one-bedroom apartment, and 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 hopefully in 15 years. So for me, it was like, what if I stayed in Northern California, and used this incredible vast network of filmmakers up here? Joe Carnahan's up here. Um, obviously, we've talked about Lucasfilm being up here. Um, there are other actors and, and filmmakers that live around here. Yeah. What if we could? you know, rally together and kind of, so I'm seeing that happen. I moved here eight years ago from the Bay Area into Sacramento and I'm seeing people who are passionate about film, make, make films that are, that are good. They're not great, but they're good. Um, but that to me means that they can be great. And so, you know, I've just been pushing the last eight years of my life to, to get that going. And it's really interesting because for eight years I had my, I, I've written three scripts and I've had, it's been so. My my quick story is it's a the the movie I wrote um, that I've been trying to push forever is a modern day telling of Cain and Abel. Okay. Oh, okay. And so um, I had um, Ray Liotta in mind for my for my lead actor as the father mm-hmm. for for Adam, if you will. Um, and so this is the story of how that went. So I, I talked to Ray's people and sent them the script, and and Ray's people said Ray's interested. Please get investors to um, get a check and get to Ray, and then Ray will will give you a letter of intent. Well, I went to my investors and they said, well, get Ray to sign the letter of intent and we'll put the money in the account and the two never would meet. So I had Ray on my left hand saying, get the investors in the the money. And I had my investors saying, get the letter of intent from Ray. And they wouldn't talk to each other. And I just watched that crumble in front of me. And it was devastating because I was so close to actually being able to tell people, yeah, I've got this film that's coming out and we're going to make it and stuff. So, so I've just keep kept going and going. And so, so interestingly enough, a guy that coaches soccer with my wife came to me six months ago, eight months ago and said, I have a story. I said, actually, that sounds pretty good. Why don't you give me the script? If you're that serious, go home and write a script. And eight months later, he showed up at my door with the script. And, and I looked at the script. I said, wow, this has really some good potential. So I brought in my friend Mike Ward, who used to work at Lucasfilm and LucasArts. And I had Mike work on the story. And when Mike was developing the characters, I, I looked at it and I said, we've now moved, in my mind, from making this little Sacramento film with you know Sacramento actors to some, some real actors. So I emailed... Tom Sizemore and Kevin Nash, who was in the WWE, he's six eleven, mm-hmm. yeah, NWO, um, and then Henriette Novak. If you look up Henriette, she's the um, biggest soap opera star in the UK. She can't. She, 
in America, no one knows her, but she can't even go outside in the UK without people like mobbing. It's like you, really? Jess. People just mob her. <laughs> so, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. So, so I emailed Kevin and Tom, and both of them, within two days, emailed me back and said they want to be part of the project. Awesome. Wow. So once they came aboard, I mean, I'm telling you, door after door after door was just knocked over. Mm. And so we're filming in February. We're going to be filming in Northern California in a city called Keddy, K-E-D-D-I-E. And as you're Googling it right now, you're going to find out that the number one result is that there was a quadruple murder there 30 years ago. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Two guys went to the bar there. It's a city of 12 people. Where is this? Keddy. It's by Quincy. It's in oh. Pumas County. Oh, oh yeah. okay. okay. It was a drive-through town. Like, you drive through yeah, it yeah. and stay the yeah. night. It wasn't, yeah. people don't, now people live there. 12 people live there. It's got a population of 12. But these two dudes were at a bar, and this is probably even John, who, uh, who's the owner of the town. He's like, Ricky, stop talking. Um, <laughs> but anyways, there, there was this horrible murder 30 years ago. So they're stoked to have us come there and, awesome. and film. And we've got carte blanche. I mean, he said, you don't need to worry about permits. You don't need to worry about paying for lodging. He goes... I just want your film to be shot here so I can get rid of the stigma that's here now. So wow. that's what I'm talking about when doors after doors have just fallen over yeah, and open. fallen down. So um, it's been great. I had a seven-hour dinner with Kevin Nash uh, four weeks ago, and we filmed our Kickstarter video. Our, I don't know when people are listening to this, but our kick actually, if it's next Monday, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. the 30th, um, yes. Yeah. Okay. So if it, if this is on the 30th, our Kickstarter started on the Thursday mm. before. No, the third. Be the third. The third. Oh, okay. So okay. So our Kickstarter started uh, September 29th. Nice. Okay. okay. So I don't have the link because we haven't gone live yet. But if you search the Bend film. Um, and then you'll find the Kickstarter and the IMDb page. But anyways, we, we've got this really cool video we've done with Kevin for Kickstarter. We've got investors and stuff like that. But, you know, all that to say, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back or sound cool. It's just... It's just really neat <laughs> that when you follow your dreams and you believe in what you do and you yeah. pursue your passion... Yeah. It, if if you really do put all your efforts forward, things can happen. And a lot of people don't. I mean, you guys are doing this podcast, and a lot of people probably talk about doing a podcast, and they don't. And a lot of those people probably have really awesome things to say, but we'll never hear them because yeah. they don't mm -hmm. go by the mixer. They don't go by the mics. They don't get a guy like Mark over here yeah, and, and, in a place like this and your knowledge and stuff like that. So uh, my thing that I preach to people all the time is just pursue your passions. Do yeah. it. If, if, if you want to become a hot dog vendor on a street corner, do it because chances are you're going to be the best damn hot dog vendor right. that ever lived. <laughs> <laughs> and people are going to enjoy not only your yeah. hot dogs, but your personality. And so for me, it's like since five years old, I wanted to make movies. Okay. And my wife and I decided, uh, you know, Mark, when we moved out of the house that we were living next to you. Yeah. The thought was, okay, am I really going to pursue this movie thing, or are we going to go get me a job? Like, at, uh, I have a degree in pastoral ministries. Am I going to work in a church, or am I going to go back to like IT world? And we said no, so we moved into this apartment complex that Jess lives in. Okay, uh, three kids, two dogs, my wife and I, five people in a two-bedroom apartment. Wow. wow. We lived within our means. We got rid of our cars, um, got cheaper cars, and that was 2012. And now 2016, um, I'm on the cusp of having my film shot in February for a release of this time next year, awesome. in September of 2017. Wow. And uh, it's just, it's like surreal. I can't even like, I, yeah. you know, I go to sleep at night and I'm like, okay, this is actually happening now. Yeah. It's really neat. And again, I'm not saying that That's I don't awesome. want to come off as no. somebody who's, you know, arrogant or a sociopath, but no. I just really do think there's something to people who pursue, pursue their passions. It's, it's amazing when that happens. No, I love awesome. it. That's yeah. awesome. Somewhere um, awesome. along the way, you also started your own company, right? Yeah. Well, is, it a, uh, uh, is it a production company or film? What, I'm yeah. not clear what that is. M M3G Pictures. <laughs> M3G Pictures. Okay. My, I have three daughters, so it stands for my three girls. M3G Pictures. Okay. Um, so 2012, uh, same time frame when we moved out of that house was... Um, I, I was working for a production company in Auburn, California, and the three principals of that company just took off and left everybody high and dry. Wow. And I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> and, uh, so um, so uh, we 
not we, I went to my wife and I said, look, I don't want to do anything else but make films. She's like, do it then. So I started my own production company. I started making little commercials for local Roseville and Sacramento companies. Then I started making other videos. And so now it's to the point where I'm actually able to take care of my, my overhead at home. So awesome. I work from home. It's great. Um, and, and I've been able to do that. And, and, and that's been fantastic. But now I'm really actually stepping out into my passions, which is really exciting because I want to be making films perpetually. That's all I want to do. So yeah. once the bend is done, I have three more that I, I think can, can get right from the on-deck circle into getting made and stuff like that. So yes, M3G Pictures is my film production company, and okay. um, that's, that's what I've been doing for the last four years. Uh, so nice. would you say your interest is more of like uh, actual filming, or is it the editing, or is it the my sound or the writing? Acting actually but acting doesn't pay the bills oh, okay. <laughs> so I've had to learn how to write and direct and edit because editing commercials editing things that I've shot weddings things like weddings pay I mean you a lot stupid amount for a wedding um, so I've had to learn all those things behind the camera which may have made me a better actor but have also allowed me to become the director of the bent because of all the other things I've learned so if I if I only could choose one thing to do in terms of film would act. I, I hands down, I love acting, but um, I do find joy in the process of filmmaking and, and, and developing a script and characters and storyboarding and things like that. It's it's an art as 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 well as you guys know who who are listening as well and who are here with me right now. But um, yeah, I love I love everything about it. There's not a single thing about the the process of filmmaking that I find to be drudging. Okay. Yeah. A certain genres that you like? Are you, do you feel like you might want to film? Or? Uh, okay, so I, it's really weird. We were talking about dreams earlier. I've had in the last month three dreams that I was directing a Star Wars film. <laughs> okay. And so I'm going with that. Going like, with that. Have you dreamt that Fox is talking to you? No, I, need, I need to know I, this. No. no, but I do want to marry your dad <laughs> and wear your clothes. Well, man. I think you guys would get along. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, no, genres, I, the genre, oddly enough, I'm not a huge science fiction fan. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Star Wars, obviously, is, is the that biggest. It? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the Star Trek movies that JJ did and, and that um, Justin Lin just did the, the third one that came out this summer it was okay but I like mystery thriller movies where you're you're like if, if you want to look at a great film just for a genre it would be uh, The Usual Suspects right <laughs> I yeah. mean yeah, yeah. I mean, you talk about a film that had twists and turns mm -hmm. and, and kept you guessing at the end that's a great film so I my wife hates it because I'll, I'll watch a film like um, No Country for Old Men. I'll watch it four times mm -hmm. just to catch all this. And she's like, yeah. "Why do you watch those talking movies where there's no <laughs> there's no action?" But I really enjoy the process of of character development and things mm -hmm. like that. So as long as a film has that, yeah. I'm happy. I don't care what it is if it's a comedy or a western, doesn't matter. Yeah. So so what's the bend then? What right, where, so where does that fall into? So the so the bend is um, there are two brothers uh, about five years apart in age. They were raised by uh, Tom Sizemore's character, who was an abusive father. Um, and so one of the brothers has gone the way of, of, of Tom Sizemore's character. He's kind of emulated his father. And mm -hmm. the other one said, no, I'm not, I'm not going down that road. Well, they end up having to go home um, on a road trip from Southern California to, to Bend. And I won't talk about why. It's kind of a, it's a cool right. thing. But um, on the car trip, the older brother... Uh, who's more like the father starts saying things and doing things that reminds the younger brother of, of his childhood. Right. So the first 20 minutes of the show is just developing those characters. Right. Um, but uh, it ends up that the younger brother wants to kill the older brother. He's, oh. He doesn't like dad. And now that his older brother's wow. doing it yeah. too, he's, he's going to kill his older brother. So they happen upon a car accident scene and they get out of the car and older brother is um, killed. 
So there's a serial killer in the bend that has been killing people for years and years and years, and the two brothers get out of the car to help what they think is a car accident victim, and it's not. It's a serial killer. Okay. Oh, so, crazy. So okay. the film turns into a mystery whodunit. Oh, okay. And um, so you've got Ke- Kevin Nash playing the sheriff uh, of that town. It's a very, like I said, Keddie's a small town, so it's a small town sheriff. Um, you've got Tom Sizemore playing the father, um, and you've got Henriette Novak playing the. Um, the deputy of the town, and she's got a really fun character arc too. And so, um, that's the basic premise of the story: is there's a cool. serial killer in, in, in the bend that happens to kill this brother, and then it's a whodunit mystery, and it's very much in the vein of of um, Usual Suspects. And uh, but for me, like the one of the main characters in the film isn't really a person; it's the it's the imagery you see. So, have you guys seen The Revenant? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I think yeah. I have. when you think of the Revenant, don't you almost as much as you think of Leo and the performance, you think of the scenery. Mm-hmm. So to me, that the visuals of that film, and and actually, I do we do with this guy right here, we do movie reviews. We did the we talked about the Revenant. Yeah. How the the scenery and the the visuals of that movie tell a story, and so much is told with just visuals without words. And yeah. I love that when you can look at at, at yeah. something and realize that you're telling the story without a single word. Yep. Without anything going on, even visually facial expressions, to me, I'm like, I love it because yeah. it is that it, it like drives it home. So the revenant, absolutely. So if you're doing that, that's great yeah. because you can just the, the the territory becomes a character in its, of itself. Yeah, I mean, you fantastic. think about Oregon yeah. in the snow and yeah, in absolutely. February, I've been there. Yeah, I've been shots. there. That so we're yeah. Tr- yeah, we're trying to make that a character in and of itself. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so it, we're we're really excited about the people we've got on board as our director of photography, Sean Lupton, who uh, has done some amazing work here in the Sacramento area. And we're hoping all of us, myself included, are able to put our names on the map. And, and when this film is done, people look at it and say, wow, those, those guys were from Sacramento and they did it for, for that small of a budget and, um, and turned out something that looks amazing. Right? Yeah. And so that's, that's, that's our hope and dream right now. But awesome. Yeah, that's what we're working towards. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting kind of stoked. I'm, I'm totally stoked. I mean, I've, I've, I'm pumped. I have zero doubts that it's not. I mean, it, it's going to be perfect. I think it's going to be well, awesome. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, yeah I hope so. If you need any help, of course, us being in the background. Yeah, no, well, you know it's funny. I, I have a scene written uh, in a bar <laughs> that I'm. That I specifically have the, had the writers write a scene there because the I want scene. all my friends and family to be able to be. <laughs> all cool. my friends and family are like, I want to be in your film. I'm oh, like, okay, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah so yeah. like, I'm like, here we go. We got a bar scene. You guys can all be patrons. I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll pan the camera, and yeah, you guys can all be in. You know, stuff like that. So if you guys on this uh, podcast want to be in the film, there it's February in Keddy, California. Bring your jacket. Absolutely. Yeah. We will be there, hopefully. Good, right? good. Long underwear. Yeah. 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 Be cool. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, Mark, uh, the, the uh, serial killer has the nickname the taxidermist because he takes the bodies, and I'm getting really, oh. really, really bad yeah, Don't here. go too far. Yeah, don't no, go no, too no, far, no. man. No spoiler no, but that's what he does. He's, he's the taxidermist. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe we'll have your daughters. They can be killed in the movie. And then sure. We, yeah. Mark would love that. He's, he's like, like, oh, like oh, yes. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Please. He's like, my youngest especially. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure that you, now that you're doing it, all your friends are coming out of the woodwork. Oh, my God. Of course I mean. But I know that, and I don't actually don't want to. No, put no, any, it's not any, a bad any thing. Any pressure it's, on you, but seriously, if you need any help, yeah, or no, just, of course. Yeah, it's been fun. It's yeah. Been, yeah, you know, we we launched on on Facebook, and again, I, I just the more I talk, I'm like, shut up. You sound like a sociopath. But no, my, no, no, no. My video got ten thousand views, which was hey. amazing for me. Like, I posted this three minute video about just how I was crying in it, telling people how like I'm I'm one step away from realizing my dreams, and I had a little clip with Kevin and I. Yeah. And my video got ten thousand views, and I got so many phone calls, texts, emails, messages. 
messages on Facebook from people that wanted to help, that were happy for me. And it is really cool. It's nice. Yeah, it is. Because people, when they see someone pursue their dreams and passions, yeah. it's it's infectious. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's my whole hope is that people see that and they're like, man, that guy... You know, success may have come overnight, but there was a long road there to get there and stuff. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping for. Awesome. Yeah. He's got me all worked up. Good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good. So the film was called The Bend. It is. TheBendFilm.com. Yeah. The film. Okay. So people can check that out there. Yeah. Now, I looked at your IMDb, and there's something other, like there's some other Star Wars thing in there. Yeah, that's my George Lucas documentary. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's the documentary. Yeah. Yep. So where are you on that? Okay, so so Mike Ward, the guy that uh, helped write the bend, worked at LucasArts and Lucasfilm, and is a, an incredible storyteller, and also obviously a very huge Star Wars fan. And it, and it's this idea for the George Lucas documentary sprung from the conversation you and I had about an hour ago regarding what is it about the love of Star Wars. Right. So the original title of the documentary was called "For the Love of Star Wars." Yes, yes. And and that we were delving into that very question, but yep. then. When uh, Mark Cotavaz came aboard, and who, oddly enough, is my PE teacher from high school's brother, so that's <laughs> of how course my, he is. Yeah, so yep. so Mark, who's written um, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn uh, books and and other Star Wars books, when he came aboard with his network of people that he worked, he worked on the Force Awakens. Um, it turned from this documentary about Star Wars more about George himself. And so the documentary is really going into who is George Lucas as a person. Um, I've done all my scenes now. We filmed everything that we could in Modesto, which is where George is from. Right. Mm -hmm. We went to his house. We went to his school. We interviewed his friends. I mean, we've done that. Wow. So now phase two of the filming is going to be with um, people from ILM. So I've got Ned Gorman, Bruce Walters. Um, we've got um, Ben Burt. Hopefully, is going to be he, that'd be cool. He's interested yeah. as well, and then the coup de gras would be getting George to to be right. able to, to that would be, be cool. interviewed and, mm -hmm. and say, "Hey, man, I'm making this for you. This is not you know the People versus George Lucas. Yeah. This is not that film. <laughs> this I, is a love honestly, letter. I cannot watch it. I, yeah, I, I won't I've, watch it. I, I won't watch it. I see it. and I'm like, dude, this is dumb. I get yeah. I get upset as much as I disagreed with sure. all the choices. I'm like. But come on, you can't he say he guarded your childhood. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you can't it's, say that. It's a, it's a little far. Like, like, yeah. like I think I said in one of the podcasts was like, as much as he kind of, I feel like, and I said I kind of crapped the bed because of the bit and all that. He still gave a Star Wars. Exactly. So it's like you yeah. can get mad at him for that, whatever. Right. But no, you still have to be like, thank God, you you yeah. still did all that. Agree with like the or disagree with like twenty percent of what he did. Sure. But that 80%. He's not infallible, but no, he's a human being. Yeah, he's a human being. But for you to go and say he, you know, art your child has. Yeah, see, that heinous. Yeah, that is so ridiculous. That's yeah. why I, every time I see it, I'm like, no, dude, I'm not going to watch it. It's right. stupid. Yeah. So this is a love letter to George, and, and hopefully okay. he'll, he'll be That'd a part be cool. of it. And I'm, I'm guessing the, 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 the letters are going out like, hey, George. Yeah. <laughs> they, to his sister. I've written his sister, Wendy. Oh, really? I'm hoping hoping she's going to, you know, forward that off to him. She said she would, but uh, it's been 2 months, so I'm keeping my yeah. fingers crossed like, eh, yeah. maybe she got busy. Well, I mean, see see cuz what is he what is he really doing now? I mean, I the, I the, he, the museum, I think. Really? That's about it cuz I know once once uh Lucasfilm went away, I was just like, well, now he's like set forever and his kids are and, Well, he's and, 72 yeah. with a 3-year-old. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's what he's doing right yeah, now. That could probably be. That's probably yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, but I don't know. It's a guy like that that that's creative, and, and that's one thing when you watch. Right. As much as creative minds don't rest, they don't stop. So that's why I'm curious. Is like, has you got something like in the tank, like just mm -hmm. sitting back there? It may not be Star Wars related, but, but it's he, like he might. Yeah. 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 So that's why I'm curious. I'm like, there's where's that little bit? Because it's like it's like the story's not done. Right. It's not going to be done until right. he passes, which hopefully is still not for many, 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 many. Well, many, he many years he was on now. the set of Rogue One with Gareth Edwards. He was there with Gareth, talking through story points with him. So he, I, I still believe he's very much involved. Kind of involved in, still. In, in at least the hey George, can we bounce this off you? Yep. You know, not sure. that they'll listen, but 
Well, see, that's what's crazy because uh, going into theory, so that's one of the things that's. Um, you've heard the theory about uh, about um, Finn, right? That he's Lando's son. No, that oh. that he's that he is uh, Mace's son. Oh, I have not heard that. Or grandson, rather. <sighs> I, he's Mace Windu's I, grandson. Yeah, I don't like tying every person in the universe wait, to and someone. Wait, and I, right, and then did you hear the other one? See, about, this is about Ray. Oh no, I'll get on Ray. I'm st- oh. I'm not done with Finn. Okay. <laughs> the other, well, this is Finn. Ask who Snoke is. Uh, Plagueis. Th- that's who I think it is. Okay. okay. That's who I think it is. But you have have you heard the other one? No. This one's far fetched, and this is all yeah. related. I'm like I'm sitting all, no, that he's Mace Windu because and oh, and this is why on. this is why this is why because <sighs> Sam Snoke? Jackson yeah Snoke is Mace Windu because Sam Jackson went and asked George hey. We never really saw Mace die. Yeah. He got his arm cut off. He got the electric and then the Jedi, um, the bolt, and yeah. then he got thrown out the window. We didn't see him. And we all know that Jedi can land from great distances. Yeah. So can he be alive? And George yeah. went to Sam and said, I'm good with that. Yeah. So then everybody's like, oh, wait. So if he's good with that, the, and I saw this uh, big old long thing, no. and I was like, no. No. But here's the other one. Let's see. Now, this reaction, Ray's lineage. Well, people have speculated it's Kenobi lineage or Skywalker lineage. Yeah. But the one that I'd probably agree the most with is that, um, see, and I don't even like it. I, I, I hope they don't. But if I had to choose one, gun to my head, that, um, <laughs> you know, in episode three when Palpatine said that Plagueis could create the Force and create life with the Force, that she's a reincarnation of Anakin. Okay. So that's one. The other one, she's like, what are you guys talking about? The other one is like this. Taking it all in. That she is Palpatine. Yeah. Well, that, that's kind of long. So the same, same thing. Yeah. yeah. So, and it, it, it has to do, see, so that's why we're talking about family lines. It, it's it's the yeah. switch, right? So you go from, you have a Palpatine going to the light side, and then yeah. you have a Skywalker going to the dark side with with uh, with Ben. But here's what I'm okay with. I'm okay with none of that happening. I'm okay with uh, just too. Luke being Luke and Ray being some girl that was uh, a castaway. Yeah. Yeah. So you so you don't, so if that's his daughter, you're like, eh. I hope it's not. I hope she has no lineage. I hope Finn has no lineage. I don't need to tie the two African American guys in Star Wars universe together. You know, like <laughs> three. three. I'm going three. three. All right. <laughs> I don't. We, we don't need to do that. Like it, I agree. for me, like yeah. they, they can be their own entity. They can be their own characters. So, yeah, I, I hope they don't do that. Well, it's going to be interesting because there has to be a bomb drop. I mean, because okay, so when you're dropping bombs, right? It's like, oh, hey, look, that yeah. like Kylo Ren. That's that's been so well. Okay, that's a bomb to drop. Right. Thanks, real quick for that one. And then with Han, you're like. Dude, that's two. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm like an hour 45 into this. I already got two massive bombs just dropped right. on my right. head. I know. After I'm dealing with just the emotion of seeing the, the Millennium yep. Falcon and Han Solo climb up there and like, oh, my God, I'm yep. crying. Not going to cry. I'm just imagining, yep. I'm imagining people listening to your podcast who have fast forwarded 20 minutes like, oh, my God, they're still talking, talking about, about Star Wars. Wars. No, it's still going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> no, because I will say like, it, so I'm just, I'm just, I'm just curious as to what they're going to do. Yeah. So I, oh, I don't no. know. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. So let me ask you this question. Uh, in terms of your Rogue One anticipation mm-hmm. and excitement, where does it fall <laughs> in line with what your anticipation and excitement was for Episode 7? It's actually matched, and I'll tell you what? why. What? It's matched, Whoa. and I'll tell you why. Now, this is what I'm going to tell you, and, 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 I, and I said this before, so it's going to be rehashed for anyone who's heard it before. It's because, and I told Mark, when we connected to the Force, when most guys like us, we connected to the Force Awakens, when did we connect most? Is when we had the tidbits of old. Yeah. We saw Linear yeah, Falcon. Okay, sure. Tears. We see Han Solo. We're like, yes, and Chewie. Come on. Yeah. Chewie, we're home. Right. I mean, yeah, of course. Every time. Still yeah. still get chills every time I think about it. And I yeah. think of that scene the first time. I text my brother that first teaser when the Millennium Falcon comes up. I'm yeah. all 
fuck like, yeah. expletives yeah. and then and then he's just like all caps millennium falcon f yes yeah and so that's falcon yes by the way yeah. yeah yeah so that's what it is so now i'm going back okay we're gonna go to rogue one and so the the thing that i have is like we're gonna see all these iconic type characters that we grew up with stormtroopers yeah. a little vader we're gonna see Mon Mothma. We're gonna see all these guys. Like, yeah. oh, these were all bit characters, but now we're getting deeper. Yeah. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. Not only are we getting deeper now, we're also going to a spot where we're gonna see stormtroopers getting tossed through the air, like we did in Force Awakens. We're gonna see all this, this yeah. action, and look at, and then so that tidbit. Now I'm gonna say because I didn't say it when we were talking about it before. The tidbit at the very end of the teaser is Darth. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself. Well, how deep are we going to go with Darth? And if we see Darth, how badass is he going to yeah, be? Exactly. So to me, I'm thinking, I'm now going to have a whole movie yeah. mm -hmm. in that, what I grew up with, even though it's not the main characters, but it's in that yeah, timeline. Right, it's in that Holy role. crap. So, yeah. And then we're going to see it all new visuals, new Jedis, new new Stormtroopers. I'm just like, oh my, oh my. And it's all going back. I mean, Stormtroopers walking through water. Yeah, Mark. Right, so loves cool. that so picture. Cool. Like, I sent I him that picture. Mom, here you go, and he's just like, "That's so awesome." What, what, what is that planet called? Um, that they're on? Yeah, I don't even know. I can't even think of it right now. Okay, you but, guys don't know? Yeah, okay, I don't. Come on, yeah. it, it'll <laughs> pop into my head if I think about it long enough. Yeah. But anyway, so that's what. So that's why Scarif. I'm there. There it is. Yeah. Okay. yeah sure. So so <laughs> that's what. That's why I'm excited <laughs> because I'm thinking to myself, this is going to harken back. The entire movie, because I tell when people ask me what's the movie about, I said, "Do you remember that one little line yeah. where many Boston spy died to get yeah. us this information?" But I'm like, "This is now the no. movie." Whoa! See, I'm going to correct you. It uh, is no. Oh no! There's Jedi. What? Many Bothans died in Jedi, bringing them this information. Go. Yep. Google. Okay, it. I'll check it. Yeah. No, I'll check it. Okay. Yeah. No, that's 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 a. Uh, it's a. It was a funny meme that I saw that went out that people were saying many Bothans didn't die to bring. Rogue One, this information. So now we have to double check yeah, that. Yeah. Now, see, now but I'm just going to go back to the source. Yeah. But still, yeah. I'm still, regardless of that, it's still that absolutely there. So my my, if if Force Awakens is a ten out of ten for me in terms of my anticipation and hopes for it when it before it came out, I'm probably at an eight out of ten simply because it's not the Skywalker story. I get that. So, but it's still my eight out of ten for Rogue One is more than any other movie in the history of cinema. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, no, see, that's what I'm saying. I, I just, because I'm anticipating just the visuals of it and seeing all that stuff just to get me yeah. kind of like, oh my gosh. And 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 I just don't know how much um, we're going to get from the other, from that arc. What are we going to get? Are we going to get a, a Skywalker rolling through there yeah. or something? I mean, I don't know, or a mention or something yeah. that's going to tie all that together. So that's why I'm kind of waiting for it. So... I'm super excited. Me Plus, too. it looks, I mean, oh, it, it looks amazing. It looks like it was shot the, the same day they shot A New Hope. Right. Yeah, it looks yeah. Like awesome. And so, I mean, that one scene with the with the Death Stars and then the the radar dish coming, or the, the focus dish coming onto yeah. the Death Star, you're like, oh, my yeah. God. God, yeah. Because it's such an iconic, That I mean, I'm wearing a Death Star shirt right now. Just that Death Star itself. Yeah. So how many times did you see Force Awakens in the theater? Uh, twice. Five? I figured Five. you would okay. be up there. Zero. Zero. Okay. You? Uh, I've seen it more than both of you combined in the theater. Okay. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I just... I couldn't get to it. It's like, I got to go again. I got to go again. Oh. I got to go... I saw it four, three times the first day? Two times the first yeah. day. Yeah. Really? So did I. Yeah. Two I, times. I went to a 7 p.m. and an 11 p.m. Yeah, I went day. to IMAX. Wow. Got in IMAX and then nice. went to them. Yep. 
So yeah, I mean, I I am kind of stoked about Rogue One, probably more than the Force Awakens. For oh me. really? Yeah, okay. I just because I feel like I mentioned era. this before. It just feels like it's shot. It's it's made by more of a fan, and it's less That's polished. Point. That's a good point. It's, I mean, I, it looks more gritty to me. Yeah, yeah, we're using gritty and dirty, well, and okay. dirty, right. which I like, there. and it does not feel Disney Disneyfied. Right. <laughs> well, so at Star Wars Celebration, like that, yeah. um, which was. Um, when was it? April of last year. Yes. They the last day they had a panel with Gareth Edwards and Kathleen Kennedy and and uh, Kiri Hart. That's a good panel. Yeah, it was a great panel. <laughs> and it was supposed to have Josh Trank, who was directing the um, who was going to be directing the second anthology film, which is now turning out to be the Han Solo mm-hmm. one. Anyway, um, so they showed. You want to talk about gritty? Gareth Edwards. They showed a clip of the movie uh, that they had just shot. It was like one of the first things they shot. But Gareth Edwards said. We hired the same exact team to make Rogue One that worked on Black Hawk Down. This, this is a Star Wars war film, is the <laughs> nice. way we're doing this. Nice. What did I say? And so, yeah. What did I see? So that's what he said at the Star Wars celebration, and then uh, it was it was also uh, echoed again at D23 when Bob Iger was up there saying, oh. you know, and he went through all the... So anyway, yeah. speaking of D23, this is so weird. I just thought about it this morning because I knew I was doing this tonight. D23 was last August, so now we're 13 months ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They... Um, I don't even know if this is public knowledge, but they it probably is because I, I can't be the first person to talk about it since it happened. But they went through all of their next like two to three years of films. And one of the films was Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Mm-hmm. And they're bringing back Orlando Bloom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so this is the 13 months ago, but I've seen absolutely no... No, it's, out there. it's going. No, I, it's probably going, but I've seen no marketing nothing. for it. Not a poster. Mm-hmm. Not I haven't a seen anything nope. for it. Nothing. There's been. I have not seen any of that. I haven't seen any any. When's it come out? Is there even a release date for it? Isn't it we May it or something? I'll look it, it up. can't be. They would have put out a. They would have had to put out a something already. already. I don't know. I have, I actually have not been following it that much. I like the Pirates movies. I think they've gotten progressively worse, but I still <laughs> think they're fun films. May twenty sixth. Yeah, really? May twenty seventeen. Is there a trailer? Or, yeah, I would have. I would have. There's no way. What's no, it, there's what's no teaser. There's nothing. Okay. Do it's, we know what it's? It's, um, it's, it's it, Dead Man Tells No Tales. Yeah. Dead Man Tells No Tales. Which is the coolest line from the ride. Mm-hmm. Right. It mm-hmm. is, yeah. Right. No, you want to go talk about pirates? We can talk about pirates yeah. all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my four-year-old's favorite ride at Disneyland. Oh, it's fantastic! Yeah. It's one of the best. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, I went to two of the premieres at the park. She did. Nice. Yeah. So, so no preview, no nothing. They have nothing. It's like it's okay. So I just want to make sure. Not that I can find. No, YouTube. I haven't seen any art no, or anything. Not, not, not yeah, it's anything. Strange. Yeah. Um, pirates. Yeah, because I'm trying to figure out how they're going to rework Orlando back into this. Well, because it's now he can touch. Because what to be, film can... has he done since he right. wanted a paycheck? Right. Right. The Hobbits. Um, it says that there's. Oh, I don't um, count those. <laughs> <laughs> he was Legolas, the yeah. younger, older Legolas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Yeah, these are just teaser trailers. There's nothing. Okay. No, not, not yet. Be so anything. it's, it's just curious to me that they they announced that in August at D23, and there's been and there's we're six months away from it. Oh, seven, eight. Yeah, that blows so? me I can, away. I can math. We're eight months away from it. <laughs> yeah. You think someone's gonna be popping up sooner or later? Yeah, I would think. It's so. gotta be sooner. Yeah, sooner than later. I'm hoping for an. Episode Episode eight teaser for in front of Rogue One because if you remember the episode seven teaser came out in Thanksgiving, which was thirteen months before. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, so if we don't get it on Thanksgiving for episode eight, I'm really hoping it comes out with Rogue One, which would make a lot of sense. I, I think if, if anything, it's going to go there. Yeah. Have you heard any working titles yet from that? I did, and um, it, it didn't turn out to be true. And I don't even remember what it was, but I thought it was pretty legit because. They had a celebration in Europe, a Star Wars celebration right. in Europe. Yes, yes. And they put a poster up that said Star Wars Episode Eight. I think it was called 
something path of path of the Jedi is at Disneyland, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it was called something of the Jedi, similar to Path, but it wasn't called Path. It was called something else, like Journey yeah. Journey of the Jedi. And it was for me, it was like, oh, they're talking about Ray's journey. So, yeah. but yeah. it turned out to be fake anyway. So okay, yeah. mm. interesting. I think they're calling it uh, Star Wars Episode Eight, Mark. Landucci, calling it so. <laughs> yeah, the, the path of the Ducher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure that's what it is. That's totally what it is. <laughs> no, yeah, I haven't seen anything as far as that goes. It's just everything. Everything is references eight. Yeah. Everything I've seen. But yeah. Okay, so you are planning to see uh, the Star Wars land when it comes Absolutely. out, opening weekend, you opening bet. day, whatever it is. I'll be there. You'd be there. Udi thinks she's going to be there. If Udi's there, I'm there. Oh, I'm, I'm really? there, so just be prepared. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I need somebody to witness I whatever be there. emotion no, is going to be happening. I do want to be there. I just, we're we're going to make that happen. We've got Plus, time. if I just don't, when it's too crowded and I hate it, I'll just go do everything else because nobody else is going to be anywhere else. So. so you'll use my 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 plan of attack when everyone's watching Fantasmic and everything. So I'm Pretty like, much. I'll go ride rides. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Pretty much. No, I, uh, I want to... Hmm. No, I'll be there. <laughs> you sound so convincing. I guess I'm gonna go. <laughs> I guess I'll. I'll be, be there? there. Question mark. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> dot dot dot. So, um, we should probably wrap this up though. Before you go, what is your favorite ride at Disneyland? My favorite ride. I, okay, so I get really sick, but I love the new Star Tours. I love what they did for it. So that's that's a newer ride. I think if I'm being nostalgic, it's pirates. Pirates. Yeah. So you you have to go on pirates, or your trip is not complete. Right. It's the smell of the yeah. the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't even finish that. So tell me, what mm-hmm. is that smell? <laughs> what is that smell? I, I always just say like. It's the water. Man. I say rusty, you know, rusty water. It yeah. is. Uh, it's, it's it's amazing. Just mildewy. It's not mildewy. The water's well, clean, but yeah. it's just that smell. Yeah. Have you seen pirates with the lights on? Have you ever been in there when the pirates? Lights are? No. No. Space okay. Mountain. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that too, but but not yeah, pirates. So, I think it would really ruin it for me. Yeah. Pirates, pirates. I don't want to ever see it. And I know we're closing, so we don't have to, like, delve into this, but it really bothers me that they've changed things PC in there. Mm -hmm. The woman's not chasing the man. That is very upsetting. We had a discussion about that. So anyways, that, but other that aside, like I, I pirates. Yeah. It's that you, you go to Disneyland, you got to go on pirates. You have to. Except for you. When, when Star Wars opens, you will not be going on pirates. As you you mentioned already. Right. Mm -hmm. No, you know, maybe we'll take a two week vacation at Disneyland and I'll have to. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Two-week vacation. Yeah. Sign, sign me up. Is yeah. there anywhere you like to eat at Disneyland? Um, yes. Oh I, at the food. The question. pasta fusilli at the um, Tomorrowland. At Pizzaport? Yeah. It's the green uh, pesto pasta with chicken. Yeah. I will eat that three times a day. I will go there in the morning. I'll eat it. Because <laughs> you're just walking all day. You're burning your carbs anyway. So I'll eat that freaking meal three times a day. It's my favorite. I love it. Ricky, awesome. I think you're the only person that's had a positive comment about the pizza, pizza port. port. Really? Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, yeah. I can't stand the pizza port. You really, port. really are. So somebody told me, and I might be not saying the name right, but someone said before I die, I need to try the Monte Cristo sandwich or something like that. You do need to try that. Is that what it's called? Am I yes. saying it right? Yeah, you are. You're it's at it right. the French place next to Pirates. Is that where it's at? It's in the Blue Bayou, and they also serve it at, I think, Cafe Okay, so speaking Uh of that, what's the dark restaurant at Pirates of the Caribbean? That's the Blue Bayou. That's Blue Bayou. Complete disappointment. You're not the The only one to ever say that. It's so bad. I took my wife there on her, like, eight-year anniversary or something, and I was, like, really, like, thinking, you know, she loves New Zealand like you guys do. We were so disappointed with the food and just everything. It was kind of a bummer and really expensive. Yeah, totally yeah. expensive. So. It's very expensive. When we went, we were just going to split something because it was so expensive. And they charged us twelve fifty to split the meal. Didn't even tell us they were going to wow, charge. It was a crazy. fee to split. That's it's like, good. I just would have bought my whole, my own yeah. meal. 
All right, so I do have to try the Monte Cristo sandwich, I guess. Yes, yeah. yes. But Pizza Port is where it's at for me. Yes. <laughs> okay. Can't do it. Yeah. Mark it down as the only person in Pizza Port. Boom, one. Yeah. That's it. No, Pasta Fusilli, though. That's it. I won't eat anything else there. My, eat nothing. my aunt loves Pizza Port. My aunt okay, too. She too. loves it. Yeah. But, you yeah, know. And is there anything better at night for you? Okay, oh, so I actually, mm-hmm. I actually wrote about this on Facebook a while back. There is no better place to be on Earth in my opinion, than when the sun is going down at Disneyland. There is a transition that happens there when the sun is going down, the lights of the park come up, Mm -hmm. and for whatever reason, my memory of it is standing after um, Thunder Mountain, is that the name? It's Thunder Mountain, right? Mm -hmm. So Thunder Mountain, you walk out of Thunder Mountain, and then there's this, uh, they used to sell for like, for like a year, they had McDonald's French mm-hmm. fries. It was so more than a year. The Yeah. So right there is my memory of the sun going down and the lights coming on at the park. And I wrote about it on Facebook. I said that was the most serene, peaceful moment of my entire life. And I don't know why that is, because I love my kids and, and hanging out with my kids. And I love my wife and my family. But that moment in my life that night where I watched the sun go down and the lights come on at Disneyland it's yeah so for me it's not any one thing it, like you know Phantasm's cool and all that stuff but it's the transition of the mm. sun going down at Disneyland and the lights coming on for me that just is for whatever reason I love it I love that orange sky serene mm-hmm. like it's cool we take it for granted every time we go yeah yep no it's true um, yeah no I, I totally get it uh, in July I happened to be there uh, with my daughters and we had our exchange student and Jess was there we were um, recording a segment and we were right on the edge of Main Street uh, at the Jolly Holiday Bakery we were in the middle of talking and it was I was at that point when the, all the lights came on and we're just having like a normal conversation and then Jess goes oh Hey, I think this is my this this is my favorite part of the night mm-hmm. where we like stopped and looked at lights. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. They, they all came so, on. So I have a question for you guys. Do you do you think <laughs> yeah. Walt Disney would be rolling over in his grave yes. if he knew the prices to enter the park? Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't think you see. I were you going to think of like what they done to the park? Well, that too. Okay. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. That I, don't I can't speak that. about. I just think the prices. The prices. Are yeah. Ridiculous. The prices. He would definitely. Oh yeah. No. He'd be like. He no, would it's not nuts. be because it's five hundred dollars for me to go for one day. For yeah. myself mm-hmm. and my three kids. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's unreal. I think he would probably be more upset with the parking because he was pretty adamant about that. He was. His he parking, was. He, he said he never wanted to like a nickel and dime people, but mm-hmm. they clearly are. The, I mean, and to me, parking is parking anywhere pisses me off that you have to pay mm-hmm. the park. But yeah, but there it's just it's like kind of like a, like a slap in the face. So this is my thing about Disneyland entering the theme park is that they make so much money from the concessions and from parking and from Souvenirs. the movies and the mm-hmm. merchandise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think and I'm not a business person, but I think they could lower the prices to the park. Now they might say, well, then you'd have overcrowding and things like that. But I think there's a solution there that could allow families who who dream about going to Disneyland that can't do it because there's no way they can afford a thousand dollars to go for a day once you're done with parking and food and everything. It's yeah. hard. It is hard. It's well, we've not, had many discussions had on many this discussions podcast on exactly about yeah. that about trying to correct pricing with overcrowding. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, overcrowding. I mean, it's they're overcrowding anyways right now. Yeah. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. But we were there. My wife and I were there on New Year's Eve. 2000 going to 2001 and the Holy lady smokes. yeah the lady at the ticket booth this is what she said she said it's the only day in Disneyland history they stopped selling tickets to enter the park when were yeah. you there? Two, New Year's Eve 2000 to 2001 we mm-hmm. were there 
And she said, this is the only Capacity. time. Capacity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that happens more frequent now, but she told us that that happened that day. Yeah. It doesn't happen every day, or it doesn't happen more frequently like that, but New Year's now, every New Year's, yeah. it's a freaking disaster. Yeah, I can't imagine what it was like for Y2K. We went the year after, but yeah, they flat out told us there are no more tickets to the park today. Yeah. Yeah. No. We yep. got in, but that's what the lady told See, us. See, my, my we were there. My mom got in. We waited 14 hours in front of the castle for like that countdown and oh for like that. Gosh. So we would rotate, but... <sighs> That's crazy. The parents, my mom and who was she with? Colleen, they got cold. So they went back to the hotel to get their jackets. When they came back, nope. they would let them in. Yeah. So the lady told my mom, she, or the she goes, if your daughter, she goes, my daughter's in there. And she goes, if your daughter will come get you, we'll let you in. Mm. So I had to fight. And it was mm. in, they were in circular I can't flow. Even imagine how. So I had <laughs> to go through, I had to go Frontierland, Adventureland, down Main Street, battle all the way to the gates. And I always, refer to it as and it's it's a really bad reference if you remember like in the movie titanic when they closed the gates yeah. and left the people underneath yeah. and they were just all like smashed up against yeah. the yeah. gate trying to get that was a wall <laughs> of people trying to get into the park and i had to be like and she goes my mom's like oh hey you know right here right here and the lady goes do you know this woman and i go nope <laughs> well, I'm like Jessica, like, like stop it, Knock it off. <laughs> But it took us like a half an hour. Wow. It took me like a half an hour to get from where we were, Jeez. and then circular flow back, and then past Tomorrowland. It was insane. Those are days you don't go. No, yeah, yeah. And see, I still do. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't wait for the show anymore. All that right. stuff. Yeah. I use that in Red okay. Rides. So. There you go. All right, so Ricky Borba. So, yeah. um, just real quick on this this last question <laughs> about the movie. Okay. Um, for the love of Star Wars, is that going to be put on hold until the band is done? No, it's actually the new name. Uh, so it's got a new name now. I'm sorry, it's yeah. um, it's okay. I only said it one time. It was um, Sylvan and Rexford, George Lucas at the intersection of fate. That's the name of the documentary. Okay, that is not on hold. I'm actually going to um, Skywalker Ranch on Friday to do some interviews with um, some people from Skywalker Sound. So of course um, you are. Yeah. So where else would you be on Friday besides <laughs> Skywalker? <laughs> so sounds uh, like a good afternoon. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's going to be fun. But no, it's going to be definitely on back burner. But I can't put it on hold because of the people I have involved with it. Sure. Um, our goal was to have it done so that we can premiere it at Star Wars Celebration in April in Orlando. That I don't think is going to happen at this point, but my goal is to have it come out in 2017. So I'll have nice. the band come out in September of 2017, and either before or after I'll have uh, Sylvan and Rexford come out as well. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Thanks I, for having you guys. Yeah, no, no, thanks for coming. You. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It was it's fun. good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So once again, this is Ricky Borba, and the film is called The Band. You yep. can check it out on the Band Movie, The Band, band? Film. Oh, it's a com. film. It's a or film. find me on Facebook. I'm I'm one of two Ricky Borbas. One's in Brazil. One's in America. So uh, chances are, the one in America. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know which I don't know which link I'm going to put on the yeah. website. So yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. And um, sitting across from me is Jess. Jess, where can people find you? Um, you guys can find me, let's see, on our Instagram, Jess Farfan. Uh, you can find me on my our Snapchat through our Instagram, Facebook, Jess Farfan. You, if you add me, let me know. It's from the podcast or I will not accept you because we get creepy people. You do. I do. We've established this. <laughs> well. Hootie likes the creepy people. I, I really don't. I really don't. They and um, too. I think that's all I... Yeah, that's it. Did you, go, you cover all your bases? All right. Just so you guys know, all, everything I do online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is all Borba Fett, B-O-R-B-A-F-E-T-T. I like it. So, yeah. Borba Fett, okay. So you would you would prefer people to find you there? Yeah, yeah, if they go to Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, okay. whatever, Borba okay. Fett, yeah. And for more witty banter from Senior Udi over here, 
Uh, let's see. So all my socials are the same. Hacks Goalie, H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E. So that would be Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Uh, you can also find me on my other podcast show. Yes. Uh, bad or Bad, all one word. You can find me on BadOrBad.com. It's on YouTube channel. And then this guy's channel's uh, page, too, LeonTerra.com. I'm through there, too. Um, go visit all of them. Nice. And there's some new episodes coming out for Bad or Bad soon, right? I think so. And Mark, your your stuff online, your all your social media is still the Pink Princess, right? Like that's yes. what you're still going with. It's right? pretty pretty princess. Oh, yes, pretty, it pretty princess. Yeah. Yeah. yes, it is. Yes, it is. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So badabad.com. Yeah, yeah, that's hack, fine. Yeah. Hacks goalie. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, you can find me at info at leavingtodaypodcast.com. Uh, Instagram at leavingtodaypodcast. Twitter is leavingtodaypod. Uh, our Facebook is, oh. is leavingtodaypodcast. Yeah. Yeah. So it's everything is leaving today podcast. You can find me. Yeah. And so that's what that what that's how you can get a hold of me. Yeah. Uh, nice. nice. And so what's our next one? Our next episode uh, is going to be in the episode number eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that comes what after that comes after seventeen. Uh, we're going to be going to be recording a special live show uh, in the in the in the parks, and I think that's going to be Monday, uh, August. Sorry, um, October eleventh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. That's where we'll be there. And it's going to be probably a, a combination of 18 and 19 because Udi and I are going to spend some time recording down there probably mm-hmm. on Tuesday mm-hmm. and on the drive back. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Shannon and I will be, we'll go live a lot during the drive down and during the time we have, we're going to start Udi's um, food, food segment. Yes. Uh, we are. We're going to start that for him there. So he's looking forward to that. Excellent. Udi's Good food Lord. blog. Good Lord. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot. This has been very enjoyable. Thanks again. It was really fun. Thanks for coming again. Yeah, it was great. All right, guys. I'll see you guys in the park soon. Bye. Bye. You do. I don't understand it at all. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. I mean, Dad's getting mad. We've got to stop. We're recording now, but this always makes the best. Yes, we are. Oh, we are. The red light is on. This always makes like the best end stuff. See, because then Mark's mixing, just like, oh my God. (laughs) As he's mixing. He always puts bloopers at the very end of the podcast. Yep. And and we don't cuss much. Well, no, we don't cuss at all. Um, uh, You you dropped a massive F bomb on the last one. Last one. What was I so mad about? Uh, or Star Wars. It was, no, it wasn't. I don't remember. I think it was Star Wars. It was Tower of Terror. No, it wasn't. Well, that's interesting because that's going to be our leading. Well, no, no, no. Story. It wasn't that. What was it? I don't know what I, I dropped. A major F bomb. So you can't really hear it unless you're really listening. Listen. But mm. in other times, these two have cussed, and I've put in like sound effects mm-hmm. to put it over. It's kind of funny. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then no, but he, you did edit out when Set. you were on fire about I something. Mad. I can't remember. What, what were germs? About? It had to be germs. Well, probably germs in Disneyland. <laughs> sanitation and things like that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because it had to do with the news story. You know, it was before we started, because after when we got into the topic which is super serious it wasn't anything just look at the notes it's in there but anyway okay so let's get started (laughs) you guys ready let's do it no never (laughs) (laughs) kitty 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 (laughs) i like it